0: Welcome to Broadcast 86 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show that airs at noon, U.S. Central Time, to help keep up with the ever-evolving world of indie games, debate about issues in the indie game scene, and to let you into the mind of some of the most interesting people behind the creation of indie games. Today is October 6th, 2018, and I'll be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from Minneapolis, Minnesota.
1: And I'll be co-hosting. I'm Ian, and I'm broadcasting from the left side of Brett. Today. Whoa! So,
0: <laughs> great. The yeah. left side, not the right, and because of my hearing thing, I might yes, like not, not hear him. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. You have a hearing. What?
2: What? You? You have a hard like? I, your yeah, I
0: ear. I have no hearing in my left ear actually. Oh wow. So I mean, that's <laughs> why actually... I put him on this side, so I didn't have to listen to him.
2: Uh, should I should I say who I am? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's that's the next
0: thing we usually do.
2: <laughs> All right, okay, good. I'm I'm draken. Uh it's everyone misspells it. I'm also Alexander Martin. That's my actual name. Um I am I'm guesting here on this show and uh I make games.
0: question mark at the end there. You're like <laughs> I think?
2: Maybe. Well, I don't I don't know. I like games have been so like bizarrely defined mm-hmm. over over time like it used to be there was like a whole um, thing about, like, okay, like, what's a game, what's not a game, and then, and now everything is a game, which I'm cool with, but it makes it hard to find kind of tighter communities that are focused on like caring about like a small facet of a thing. Sorry, not to dive straight into the like, oh, games.
0: Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe you should start. I don't, <laughs> no, you're <laughs> going, you're doing well. Um, but yeah, no, there definitely is like a much, there there are certain social communities that happen within games for people that play them a lot but overall they're definitely disappearing so are you with with this do you feel that uh, are you just saying that cuz <clears throat> How how do I phrase this, Ian? Please read good. my mind so, and phrase it for me. So
1: how would you prefer to Because you you seem to be hesitant about the whole games thing, mm-hmm. but because it's too broad, so what, what more specifically would you
2: <laughs> Do you have
1: a
0: term? Okay,
2: okay, right, so I, I think that's that's good. Like it gets closer to the point. Mm-hmm. Um you know take sorts. Everyone knows, one mm-hmm. one, but like a lot of people know yeah. what Oh, I've never
0: heard of it.
3: What what is that?
2: <laughs> so like there's there's like a you have a joke voice on, but then also, maybe I should explain <laughs> if it to want, want to Listeners, yeah. give us your
0: best explanation of what TigSource was.
2: I actually recently learned a very short history lesson about TigSource, which is that it kind of spawned out of the more business-oriented indie gamer forums. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when TigSource was born, like it was kind of like the the foil to at least that's that's how I imagined it. That's <laughs> not part of the history lesson. That was just you know, if you have like a little splinter community that comes out of like a business-oriented community probably that splinter community is going to be different from it in like you know because they're less businessy um and i used to like be like okay yeah like here's what being an indie game developer is and like i used i used to be like yeah it's cool i'm an indie developer and like that's that's my identity Mm -hmm. um and as that identity kind of like grew out of my control i was like all right it's fine like i don't really i wasn't super invested in the identity Mm -hmm. um it was very easy to let go of too because it was just like going in all directions all at once and i was like all right whatever fine um but i don't really have like a label anymore i'm like well i make games Uh. (laughs) Um, i'm not really like i don't really make like just one genre of game i have made like a lot of platformers but i don't feel like that's what is like the common thread that like runs through me that like, I want to like chase after. Mm-hmm. Um, I've looked into very recently, I've been looking into like terms and stuff. And I looked into like alt games. Um, and also I knew about not games for a long time. And there's a lot of these, There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of these movements, which are like moving away from games in like a direction I don't actually want. Cause I mean, like I, I'm not saying like, I don't want those to exist, but I'm mm-hmm. saying they don't like, I'm not aligned to them. Um I'm really really interested in like games and play and like rules and what they do for experiences. Mm-hmm. Um and so far I haven't really found a term that like fits me properly that's like okay like I don't I want to I'm not that focused on making something that's like really well crafted or polished mm-hmm. um or like balanced I don't give a shit about balance. <laughs> um sorry that's like two swears I don't think I that's like in 5 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, teens. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like, like I, when I looked into, like, alt games some more, um, it's not like it's, uh, you know, it's not like someone was like, oh, like, to make an alt game, it, it can have no gameplay or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it does seem that, like, on the whole, they're kind of, like, gesturing in that direction of, like, um, I guess, uh, I don't want to use the word aesthetic. Um, but, like, atmosphere, maybe? M- expressive mood pieces, kind okay. of. Um, and like a reasonable amount of like uh, storytelling, like environmental or otherwise. Um, and I've I have respect for those things. It's just not what I do. And I'm like, is there? There's no label for me. There's no label for like people who want to like just like make small like weird experiments with like the what play is. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I feel like my like overuse of the word play is bad.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it's I don't know. It's it's the word that I've kind of delighted towards because uh, you know i mean in, i'm interested in what people are doing with the rules it's not the rules themselves that are interesting it's how you interact with them
0: okay yeah i mean using play here definitely works because it does sound like you're removing all the the fluff so to say and just kind of going down to that pure you know here's the rules Like, I want to watch people be creative within the confines and also find ways to break it, you know, the kind of the two different mindsets that goes into it.
2: Yeah, I like those.
0: Mm -hmm. Have you read many, uh, what was it? Um, I think it was Humble Bundle. About a year ago, they had a psychology of play bundle. It was just a bunch of books about, like, or maybe it was just a game design bundle, but there were a bunch of books within that bundle that were all, like, here's the psychology of play and, like, it's cool. They, uh, they went into I was
2: doing some reading because, uh, not to go too deep into it, there was just a person who lent me a whole bunch of textbooks. Mm-hmm. And so I would like skim them on the train home. And that was really great being like, because I didn't really want to own those textbooks, but I got a lot out of, out of skimming every individual textbook just for like the stuff that I thought was really cool. Um, but the biggest thing that I got, which was not like from skimming, do you know MDA framework? The MDA framework?
0: Um, MDA, MDA. What, what does uh, it stand
2: for? Dynamics Aesthetics. It's like a
3: six-page
2: no. paper. Um, but, I, like, I, I was trying to find, like, a good definition for game mechanics uh, so I could teach a class about game mechanics because I was like, oh, I don't I don't know that I actually, like, really know what game mechanics are. Like, I know how to make games. I know when stuff does things. Um, but I had, like, kind of, like, an intuitive grasp on it but not, like, a very good vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So MDA just, I talk about it too much. I'm sick of hearing myself talk about it, (laughs) but like, just like, it's the way that I think now, Mm -hmm. Um, but mechanics are like the rules of the game. Like uh, the kind of like the things that don't change. And to some degree that includes like, uh, like fixed assets. Like if your artist draws like a, like a cute dog, then that dog sprite is a mechanic. It, it, it's not a mechanic, but like it belongs in the mechanical realm because it's something that doesn't change.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, at least that's, that's my interpretation of it. I'm sure that if the actual authors of MDA, like I would actually love to talk to them, but like, I'm sure that I, everything I'm saying is like halfway off the mark, but it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so Then it's not really important. Anyway, mechanics are like rules. And I I see a lot of developers like super focused on like, hey, like, what's a cool new mechanic that I can come up with? And like, a lot of people will talk about mechanics. Um, And one of the novel things I think that the MDA framework kind of like puts forward is that developers always are going to see their games from mechanics first, like that is their perspective. Um, there's like a little a cute little diagram they do with like a m d a, and they have like a little happy face on one side near the m and then another happy face on the other side near the a. Um and then so mechanics are the rules of the game. Dynamics are like the game in motion, like the play, the system as it like moves around. Um, and then at the end, there's a, which is aesthetics, which
0: is just uh, how the player feels. okay. But there's no because smiley the player- face with the D. Yeah, why is the what D the, the D doesn't get a <laughs> smiley face?
2: No, no, because, I mean, there's only, like, uh, the, <laughs> the, kind of the smiley, faces smiley faces aren't the M and the A themselves. They're, <laughs> they're people looking at M, D, A from different perspectives. Mm,
3: oh. Okay. Okay. So the developer okay.
2: is like, okay, like, I'm designing the M of this game, and you can only kind of, like, imagine the D, and then kind of, like, far off imagine the A. Whereas the player immediately always has an a like your play as a player playing a game you're having an emotional experience and then you start to realize like okay like here's a situation that happened um you know how do i feel about that here's a thing that i can do you start to develop tactics and then you know a lot of players don't get like a really good grasp of all the mechanics whereas when i'm a designer i think a shit ton about that
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, sorry i'm very i'm um, <laughs>
0: This is good. It, you're just okay. you're you're just spitting out ideas, and I love it. Yeah. Had I, had I known that uh, our conversation would would have gone to here, I would have um, came up with some examples uh, because I I love uh, like exploring certain games that either are done really well or done really poorly, and just seeing how they present choices. Because it sounds like it goes directly in line with this, you know, how how the player's experience is shaped through what they're allowed to do. Well,
1: and then there's the aspect of being a developer who is in the role of a player, though, because I can't help but think when I'm playing games, I like to kind of try to deconstruct the rules behind them and things like that and notice little details that might not be explicitly told to the player. But still, you're starting with a different viewpoint than... The original creator of it but it's it's interesting yeah.
2: I know. it's interesting I, and I, I do think that there's like a certain kind of um like looking at something like i don't know it's uh like mda is like okay like a designer you're looking from the m and a player you're looking from the a but like there is definitely a feeling that comes out of looking at something mechanics first um which is like very interesting like it kind of blurs the lines but like you know you can think about your game as you can think about your players as trying to look at it as a different person, like, designed for that kind of uh, thing. I'm not doing that, but uh, I've thought about it a lot.
0: So right now you're working on a variety of prototypes of things. And you also uh, just, like, within the last hour or two made some tweets about some forum <laughs> projects. So I, I feel that that one's probably at the front of your mind. So would you want to start with that one?
2: i'm so worried about it i'm like it's it's a good feeling because mm-hmm. like uh i don't know i've i guess since Darcy Bilgram came out mm-hmm. and i kind of like coasted on like basically the like mini indie fame of that for like years
3: mm-hmm.
2: and i didn't really release anything because i was worried about like saying i could top it yeah and like now i've released this like form thing it's like tiny and stupid <laughs> and like i'm just like manually like running stuff and i haven't figured out all the rules i'm kind of like playing it by ear Mm -hmm. and i'm like tweeting about it and i'm like i don't know who's going to care about this most of the people who follow me like you know are they want they want to play like actual games not uh like this is kind of like role-playing on a forum i guess Mm -hmm. um but like it's it is a very new experience to like i don't know it's an old experience really it's just one that i haven't felt in a while of uh, releasing something that I'm really excited about and like pushing it really hard and having no idea if anyone's going to give a shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, Ian, Ian can tell you he he watched me make two sprites. Um, you you said you, I read the instructions and it said something about creating two 18 by 18 sprites, so I made yeah. two. But then I kept reading the instructions and I was like, do I post to this thread? Do I make my own thread? And I was like, <laughs> I'm a little, I'm just not going to mess this up before anybody else has jumped in. <laughs> What what did you draw? Um, well, you said house, so I literally just drew a house, <laughs> okay, a really crappy rough. house. Like has like this weird roof that's like falling off of it, and terrible color choices. <laughs> <laughs> yes, terrible color choices.
2: Uh, there's a one of the. I was looking at the forum and someone posted a uh, a fuchsia and yellow cone shaped mass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really good variety. Someone else is uh, actually. I really like a game that this person made, but uh, they posted like a uh, a flooded house. They're like, "I'm going to flood. I'm going to build a flooded house," <laughs> and they drew
3: a sprite. It's like a little flooded house. Like,
2: um, but uh, I I think that there was it, it's kind of weird. Like there there was a time when I was like when making games felt fun and like play and i feel like the spaces for that are kind of less playful now
3: mm-hmm.
2: um maybe maybe i'm just like out of touch with them but like uh you know i used to felt it used to be easier to build a flash game and put it online and yeah. just put it somewhere and people could see it um and also like, like there was less weight in making games like uh, most communities are like most communities now are very aware of kind of the end apocalypse, whatever. And Mm -hmm. along that, like alongside that parallel to it, it's like, okay, like if I'm making games, they have like, there's a chance they'll make me money. And you know, like a long time ago, like really long ago, there wasn't either of those things. Um, and I'm not like, maybe there, there was still like this, like weird idea that like of making money. But I, I think a lot about the days when, um, on TIG source, people aspired to make something like cave story Mm -hmm. and cave story was like the freest game it was so free everyone could play it and it was like a massive thing and um you know now like i think if you ask any indie developer what game they aspire to make or to be like it will usually be some this is my feeling Mm -hmm. it will usually be something that was sold for money and made a lot of money i'm not sure maybe i'm reading into this too much but i feel like you know at least the proportions grown a lot like before if i talked to white people no one would be like hey like i want to make uh the next half-life uh because that was like so obviously out of reach and so the things that we aspired to um were were things that were inviting and fun and like that people made because they loved them Mm -hmm. and now it's like a lot of the aspirational games are while still good and probably like better craft wise um kind of like the the attitude shift has left me feeling kind of outside-y
0: yeah um i i definitely know that there's a lot of developers that feel that way and i am trying to think because i i remember for a while um especially in game jolt um there were uh they went through a couple different phases for a while it was a lot of slenderman games and then after that, I think it was Undertale. And then after that, it was uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, this was this was on Game Jolt. Right. Yeah, that's that's well, the community that I saw the most of it. Before all
1: of that, there was when Minecraft was first becoming like really popular <gasps> in right. mainstream. There were a lot of indies that made you know two D versions of it and just incorporated mm-hmm. those mechanics in into all sorts of mm-hmm. things like that. But yeah, there's a lot of. <laughs> inspiration drawn from Mm -hmm. very popular successful titles and their definition of success does seem to largely stem from profits now Mm -hmm. as opposed to just oh what's fun what's cool what's something that Mm -hmm. i would enjoy playing yeah it's it definitely i do feel like it has kind of shifted Mm -hmm. i i I think that is something that's like actually happened it's not just like Mm -hmm. a perceived thing but yeah i
3: don't know
0: (laughs) and like going back to your cave story uh Example, I, I feel that Cave Story had a lot of personality, and that making a quote-unquote Cave Story clone was a very open thing. Like, there's so much you yeah. can do there. Whereas if you're trying to make a Minecraft clone, or uh, like Five Nights at Freddy's, you've already kind of closed the. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you're, I understand ideas. what you mean. Like, mm-hmm.
2: like the breadth of like the possibility mm-hmm. of kind mm-hmm. of like.
0: Is, I don't know if this is so in line with you at all. Like, could you give some examples of games that you've seen recently, if if there even are any specific examples?
2: Um, let me think. Uh, it's been a long time. Like I, it's I've been like drifting gradually, just like away. Mm-hmm. So like uh, I, I have no idea. Like um, I know that there's like a bunch of rogue likes that came out. Right. And, uh, I, mean, I gave like a like a legitimate try to Donner. Um. <clears throat> And I had, like, just, like, a bad reaction. And, like, uh, I'm not even going to try, like, um, uh, Dead Cells and um, the other game. It's not Crawl. It's, like, one word. And it's, like, a procedurally generated Metroidvania or something. Anyway, I'm not trying to, like, chit-talk these games. But, um, like, just... I'm, I'm playing, like, these games. And I'm like, yeah, like, I get it. You made another, like, another, another spelunky like mm-hmm. and like spelunky when it came out was actually like uh you know here i'm I'm like it pioneered a new genre yeah, yep. and like so many games now that are popular that people aspire to like make things to make things like them they're they're kind of like like to me they feel stagnant um like uh i have like a lot of like little issues with like just the way that like uh, i mean goner specifically because i played it a bunch and also rogue legacy those two games were games that i just couldn't get into like i played them and i was like this is uh you know it just feels like a less inspired spelunky (laughs) okay Uh um i had like a really i don't know if i should say this but i'm sure it's fine um I'm sure it's... Uh, I was yeah. I was at, like, an event in Toronto. I didn't even realize this, but the guys who made Rogue Legacy were in Toronto. Uh-huh. Uh, they just don't go up to stuff very much or, like, they're really close by. And I was talking to one of the guys, like, the designer of uh, Rogue Legacy, and I was like, I don't really like Rogue Legacy. Oh, no. And like, <laughs> yeah, me either. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. And, like, at that, I don't... Like, that wasn't, like... That was, like, a small turning point where I was like, <laughs> oh, like, okay I, there are people who make like popular like well received indie games now that don't like what they're making or like it's not like you, and i don't know like i'm uh, it gave me like such a feeling I don't know that's oh, I don't mean to like bring it down i'm just like uh i'm i'm trying to like yeah what what are your
0: thoughts is this what you were looking for <laughs> i mean there there's nothing specific that we're looking for <laughs> okay good, um, so oof hmm. So, well, I, I wish I knew more about why uh, the developer said or the designer said that mm-hmm. uh, because it, it raises a lot of questions. Are you making it and you just got to a point where you're like, okay, I need to release this at some point? It's not where I wish it was. Or was it, hey, we're designing this because it's this idea that's off of what's currently popular and we want to I make something that will sell? Something that has just occurred to me is it could have been lying.
2: But that says a lot to me um, that, you know, as a as a designer of something, like, even if it's something that you don't actually dislike, but you actually like, mm-hmm. um, okay. that you would have, like, a defense mechanism against someone saying, like, hey, I don't like it, it's not good, to just say, like, well, yeah, it's not good, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Kind of. Like, that's not the attitude I got from him, but, okay. like, um, you know, that that speaks to, like, just... And I'm not, I'm, I'm very much not trying to like single out Rogue Legacy <laughs> or like the games that I've mentioned. These are the games that like I've touched. Um. So they're like anecdotal, but you know, if, um, you know, I, I do feel like there's kind of this, like, uh, passions, like a, not the best word, but like, uh, you know, there, I, I remember a time when people would make things and I would say like, Hey, this isn't good. And we'd like fight about it. We'd talk <laughs> about it. We'd have like a, like a real discussion that's like, Hey, like here's, what is good about it not like here's what's wrong with like the craft or like here's what you should do to get more players like you know we would actually like i would interact with lots of people who like really put their heart into what they were doing and they were like here's what like here are my hopes and dreams like i care about this that you know like Mm -hmm. so so that that, that's where my mind went like just as i thought about okay like with the rogue legacy thing like if you don't care about if like whether you it's you don't like it or you just don't like it enough to stand up for it like both of those things are like you know that i want more something yeah. i know i'm not finishing any of my damn sentences
3: <laughs> hmm
0: and and i wonder <laughs> if that's because the spaces that uh, that existed like TIG source uh you know back in the day it, it was everybody was a small indie there were no like big indie studios or anything and there i definitely feel there was less secrecy back then so hmm. i wonder if bigger games could see Possibly more of that back and forth uh, communication while they're being developed. If there were private or more exclusive communities for bigger studios, I mean, they might already exist, and we just don't yeah, know. Yeah, I
2: was going to say, like, um, you know, especially at really large studios, I'm sure that there is some degree of this going mm-hmm. on, just like between members of it. And I want, like, you know, I wonder if there is like a lot of really good. Um, I don't know how to how to just quite get at this. Like, uh, if the like bulk of like just like positive community interaction has moved into like I don't like not like like inside like private spaces and I'm just not exposed to it. Um, mm-hmm. moved into like you know, if there's like a 20 person company, maybe they just talk within them themselves and that's all they need and they have like a really great relationship with mm-hmm. themselves and games and um, you know, like indies when there were like not enough of them and they were all making stuff on their own, of course, they couldn't like you know, that was. Where it was, and then now that there's a whole bunch like it's all shuffled into little alcoves,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which is like if that's the case, that's good, that's fine. Like, uh, and I'm happy that those people have that. Uh, I don't know, like maybe maybe I just need to move out of like larger spaces like Twitter and stuff. But uh, like it's, I uh, I don't know. Like it's not like I need to move out of anywhere. I just need to and I'm, I am finding like a lot of good spaces. Like I feel really good about making these like community social games where I just get to see people like playing with stuff. Um, And some of it is like, to some degree, I'm like, cool, you're playing with the thing that I made, but it's also like, this is awesome. Like, I get to see people kind of like expressing themselves and like messing around and doing stuff with each other. Like some people were playing Tag in the little game that I made.
0: Oh, yeah, Um, I I think I was part of that.
2: (laughs) You were part of the playing Tag?
0: (laughs) Yeah, one guy was like, hey, Tag, you're it. And then I was like, okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Were you the one who tweeted it at me? Now that I think about it. Yeah, I tweeted at you. I, I yeah. think I sent you the screenshot of the line we made. Oh yeah, that's awesome.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a line that was made. And uh I think that <laughs> that sounds so so silly out of context. Like, oh yeah, there was a line made in my game. Uh uh-huh. yeah. Uh we there were a bunch of people. I'll 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 describe it.
3: Um
2: uh in the in the like little game that i made and i put it up on twitter and like you know it was alive for like a few hours each time like it's still online you can go there but there's no one there's no people online so the game is dead um but you know when there were people online um you you have like little people and you can move around on a grid you can just move yourself um and you know there were 10 of us and we were just like hey like let's make shapes and we just made like a square we like boxed in this person who was like afk and uh, in line and we're like all right like everyone smile for the the picture <laughs> we made a little smiley face yeah yeah i remember the smiley face and we were someone was like making it wink or something
3: oh yeah <laughs> all
2: right uh it, i don't know like it sounds silly to to like be like okay yeah i made a game and like people are doing all these like stupid like playground like games <laughs> like just the really basic things and uh but i don't know like i i it seems like it's, it's like nowhere uh, on the internet. Like games are all about a lot of things, but not just like, like really simple, just like casually creative happiness.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just hang out with some people and like play this game. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. And I, that, that's part of the reason why we, we reached out. Cause yeah, it was just. It's like, wow, I haven't felt this in a game in a long time where you just log in, there's people there, and if you recognize their names, you say hi, and you just chat for a little bit. Do whatever.
1: It's more human, because a lot of the the games out there now, they're multiplayer online, it feels more mechanical, it's it's more like a, industry or something where you're grinding and leveling up and you're getting matched with random people and you don't have a sense of community
2: at all. But... I really think a lot about, like... Uh... I, I come back to Hearthstone a lot as an example of like what you're saying. Like I think about, um, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of games and like, you know, even just systems that are, that we use to to kind of like deal with the massive number of people that we have access to in the world.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and like Hearthstone basically reduces every other human to like an AI bot for you to fight. Um, like it's like, you could replace half the humans with AI like bots and, <laughs> No one would notice, like people would notice, but it would take a while. And it's really bizarre that this is the direction that games have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, someone tweeted something about uh, how like, like people are people talk about how people in cities are like assholes and they don't care about each other. And like, they're very, um, not risk, like curt, like you don't really interact with anyone in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying that's a, that's a feature, not a bug of cities. <laughs> Um, because like, you know, you can't have close relationships with millions of people like walking by you all the time. Like the the only way a city survives is, you know, and like, to me, like, I'm like, the only way a city survives is for tons of people to be machines for other people. Like when you walk into a retail store and like, you know, I've never worked for retail, but I know that there's tons of horror stories that come out of retail Mm -hmm. of people who are just not being treated as human. And like. On one hand, that sucks. But on the other hand, I understand how this comes out of the systems that comprise a city. Like, uh, you know, people are no longer humans to have relationships with. They are, you know, if there's an expert, they're a machine for you to get, you know, their their expert knowledge. And, you know, be, and being human to someone is more of a luxury than life.
0: So have you have you lived in a city your whole life or have you been in a few
2: different i lived in like the suburbs of toronto okay um for like the first bunch of my life and then uh, i started to spend more time downtown and then i moved it, like downtown downtown like five years ago or okay. so um i don't know it's weird mm-hmm. uh, i also it's also just very different because like i have i like cook my own meals and like Live close to places where I can go out and eat, and it's a very easy habit to slip into.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not. I'm I, my my grandparents live out in the country, and we go out to visit them and stuff. And uh, but I don't like. I've never lived uh, further than the suburbs from a city, and it's like pretty close suburbs. It's like uh, you know, like an hour to get downtown by bus, like on a bad day.
0: Does that make any sense to you, my recent Toronto <laughs> transplant? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah. Huh? I mean, have oh, cool. just
1: moved to Toronto. Uh, I was I flew in from Toronto today. Yeah. So,
2: like <laughs> you could have just you could have just been here. Yeah, you didn't even now, have to come here. I, <laughs> you
0: could <gotta laughs> have hung out with Joaquin. Hey dude, I'm here for the podcast. Thanks for just thanks for inviting me over. Just show up at my door
2: with like a microphone. I mean,
1: I'm downtown Toronto right now. Like that's so mm. yeah, would have totally. But uh but yeah, no. But I, uh, it's it's interesting what you're saying though too about the, uh, about the kind of it, it's almost like a difference in like, empathy or apathy that happens when you have like these really large groups of people where like when you have like mm-hmm. a smaller community like you actually get to know and like care about and like, because you can do that but at some mm-hmm. certain points like your brain just kind of goes no yeah these they're not mm-hmm. people they're yeah. tools and like it's i've definitely seen that too especially Mm -hmm. because i didn't grow up in like a city but now that i'm living in one like the difference is pretty clear to me um and and i think the same does apply then to Mm -hmm. i mean games and other things too where that's where and indie games too i think that's part of what's happened almost because i remember a lot of smaller communities like a long time ago and i I, that's where like when i first joined like game jolt was like Mm -hmm. a big thing for me and i I know uh there's like bunch of other forums for yo-yo games and like there's tig and like all these 64 digits all sorts of but that's where for me like i remember like young game jolt having like this relatively small group of maybe like a couple hundred frequent people that would keep coming back and like you knew them all by name we all could you know talk and everything Mm -hmm. and everyone was making games they enjoyed playing and they enjoyed making and that they believed in they would defend them because Mm -hmm. they were just making it for fun they weren't trying to and you can make a profit like, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, indie games should be free because, mm-hmm. obviously, you should sell them, but yeah. it should be something you enjoy making. Otherwise, that's, like, that's part of being indie for me. is like, you're building what you want to, not just what will sell. But, I mean, that's my own personal belief.
2: Yeah. I, I think that, like, for me, indie is, like, so far gone that I can't even, like, go back to the days of looking at indie like it means that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, I'm I'm just trying to, like, I'm like maybe maybe I could just come up with like a new word that means like what indie like meant like ten years ago, and then you know after ten years like when that becomes big, then we can just. Do <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I was thinking um, if like the like word I indie backwards would sound good, but that's just if you try saying it out loud, it does not work. Wait, what? What is it? Uh, indie backwards, like I- reverse I- all the letters. It'd be like Idna. I- 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 I'm I- I'm an Idna game developer. Yeah, no, <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't have the same ring independent like independent like (laughs) (laughs) independent like like like,
3: like, yeah yeah Yeah.
0: there you go that's your new that's your new (laughs) title i'm not i'm 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 indie like we uh this weekend we interviewed uh draken uh the indie light developer from toronto i'm buying the billboard tomorrow i hope you're on board with this
2: Wait, you're buying a billboard just to talk about like this
0: one show Uh-huh. No, it's just gonna have your name and, and a your, link to your the new title. The no 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 links. No just, no, just nothing, your name. Just... And I your
2: mean is very Googleable.
0: It is. Yeah. So. People are gonna be curious. They're gonna be like, this billboard's blank. And it's spelled with a Q? Yeah, like <laughs> Q never happens in English. There's always a U after it. <laughs> yeah, <end>.
1: what? <laughs> what? Uh, do you, I do I
0: own I
2: have the the Twitter account for Draquin with a U. <laughs> it's just
1: Does it just link back (laughs) to? No, you were looking for this. Like,
2: (laughs) it's called. uh, You spelled it wrong. Oh my god! Yep. Uh, I had like a little bot up for a little bit, tweeting as it, just because I was like messing around with bots. Mm -hmm. But uh, now I, I think that if you Google Drakuin like spelled wrong, like one of the
0: first, yeah,
2: one of the first results is that Twitter account. So it just says you spelled it wrong.
0: Really, that wasn't intended,
2: but it turned out really good
0: i've always wondered is is draken from dragon or what what's the i don't even
2: remember oh the one thing that i remember clearly is when i was a kid and i came up with it i was like it's gonna have a q without a u (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't i i'm i like it still it's It's fun when people misspell it. Uh, I used to be like kind of like frustrated and then Mm -hmm. I came to peace with it and I'm just like, this is great. (laughs) Uh, I used to go by like some like stupid ass names and now I'm dropping and then that one just stuck. And I was like, yeah, it's a short name that no one ever has. It's Mm -hmm. perfect.
1: Why didn't I think of that (laughs) Right? Pick common
0: words, Uh. pick my name, like those don't work. (laughs) Should've known the key to indie success was have a name with a Q without a U.
1: Why weren't we thinking of branding when we were 10?
0: <laughs> You're on some next level stuff back then. <laughs> Galaxy brain? Yeah. Galaxy brain. Yeah. So we just went on a crazy tangent. That was fun.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, I don't, I like, to, I have a tangent habit. So we're, we're, so now that we're at the end tip of this tangent, uh-huh. where, do we, where do we go back to?
0: Do we go back or do we just start a new journey? That's okay. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. So in this <laughs> journey, where are we headed to? France, France, never been. This will, this should be exciting. Do you, do you speak French? parlez Francais?
2: Un peu. Uh, I, je... <laughs> I, I'm like four, I, my, I can't speak French. I like have like an okay, like French accent, like pronunciation, but mm-hmm. I don't have any vocabulary or like intuition. For the grammar so I can like rattle off like small phrases like <laughs> Je m'appelle Alexander. Except that sounded really bad because Alexander just doesn't sound like I think I have to say Alexandre to, to mm-hmm. sound French.
0: Yeah, you gotta you gotta
1: Frenchify that. You said yeah. too many of the letters in the word there at the first yeah, time, That and that was just
3: Yeah
2: yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh,
0: big sin. Big sin.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> so so what are we doing at France? Um I don't, or is it the journey know. that matters? Is it the destination? Yeah. Doesn't... Wait a
1: minute. Also, you're doing all this role-playing game stuff in like experimental forms, right? Uh, yeah. Could you just like dungeon master for a second here, and we can just like Ooh. do a little campaign, a little campaign <laughs> in the radio? Okay. I mean, like I'm like without I'm trying any trying to be rules. better
2: at it, but I gotta say, I'm a really bad dungeon master. Oh.
3: <laughs> now I'm yeah. even more excited. <laughs>
2: Man, uh, so there is a, there's a, actually with Trevor, who we were talking about just before the stream started, uh-huh. uh, he and I made a game called, uh, I forget it what it's called, Magical Users Mundane Uses. <laughs> um, I've never played it, but basically the, do you know Apocalypse World? No, I'm not familiar. So Apocalypse World is like a pretty, like, relatively rules-light um Uh, Role play, like tabletop role playing game. Um, Like, you don't have independent skills, and like, it's not like, okay, here's like a difficulty. Um, Probably like the nicest thing about it, in my opinion, is that like uh, you don't have to, like, anytime you try to do something, you just look at the appropriate like number. You've got five stats and you roll it. And if you roll good, you get what you wanted. And if you roll bad, you get like bad shit. And if you roll in the middle, you get like half what you wanted and half bad shit. And it's not like the, the, it's called the mc but it's it's not like the mc has to be like oh like this is a difficult task so it's you have to hit a 10 or whatever it's just nope you want to do a thing you just roll for it
1: so it's more accessible to like new um, players
2: yeah i feel like it's kind of like i think it's, i feel like it's a lot easier to dm too because like it's just like yeah like uh if you don't have any idea how hard something should be you're like well you know just just roll it uh let's see let's see how it turns out um, and uh, so we made this game called Magical Users and Mundane Uses, and it's it uses that system except for you're like an extremely powerful wizard trying to do like like your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate um, when that <laughs> happens. And uh, Apocalypse World has like a bunch of like uh, like rigid like um okay you are like, it 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 has the way it works it has a bunch of rigid moves. It's not like okay like hey you have um uh, like a Climbing skill, and you can kind of just kind of describe how you use it. Instead, it's like, okay, you roll this, and these are the outcomes when you want to seize something by force. Um, and so you kind of have to like fit what you're doing into these things sometimes.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and like one of them is like seduce or manipulate someone, and like that's all covered by like that's a all taxes
0: thing. is are yeah, you know, that's what taxes yeah. is, and so so
2: <laughs> so in our game, like all of the moves are like disintegrate or like mass. Mind control or something, <laughs> and then there's just one move, which is like do everything else. Like it's, like it's called suffer a lesser task, and like it always like like causes bad things to happen. Like it makes you like miserable, and eventually like I I forget exactly how it works. I think it's like if you if you roll badly, it's like okay, like you do it, but you have to like do some crazy magical thing and like fuck everything up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus where, where, where do we get, where, where do we download this? Like, the, the uh, instructions?
2: We, I, I don't even know if, like, I think that he's played it, like, <laughs> Trevor's playtested it, like, once or twice, and I haven't ever played it. Okay. I really want to, but uh, okay, like I said, I'm not a good, I feel like I'm not a good storyteller. I get too bogged down in rules, and mm. like, things being, I don't know what to, how to call it, like, uh, it's not, like, consistent, but, like, complete.
0: Okay, you feel that you have to paint um, the whole picture.
2: But I'm also not good at painting the whole picture either. That's why I make <laughs> games that are, like, really, really abstract. Okay, so, like, I make games that are really abstract and, um, like, uh, because I can't deal with the idea of making a game that is about a detailed world that does not, like, actually model all of the details. So, like, when I'm, like, that that comes out when I try. I, and I, I am getting, like, better slowly, but, like, I'm not good enough to, like, just, like, go and, like, DM a thing on, uh, you know, live on, on podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, uh, I don't know. I think I think too much in terms of, like, just mechanics and then, like, what those mechanics do and why they do them and, like, what it means in relation to the mechanics and, like.
0: Wait, was Which that is like I guess, because at the end, making... I, I I wasn't sure if there was a little yeah, bit no, more that came with that.
2: I don't know. I, I'm really good at not finishing sentences. Mm. I have like a, I started, I like planned out my whole day today. And I was like, here's like seven tasks that I, the seven things that I need to do to finish the game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, I'm going to work on it for 10, for seven hours. And like, if I can get each one done in an hour, I will have the game done by the end. I just turned out there was like a bunch of bugs that I had to fix, but I did everything on my list and it took like an hour and a half extra, but I got it done and released
0: well, congratulations. What, what? Which? Which? Which game was this? Uh, First Dragon. First That's Dragon. The okay, forum the forum game. That you that you drew. I drew stuff for, but I didn't post it because, like, I don't yeah. know where to post it exactly.
2: <laughs> you can just you can post it in the just post it in the project subforum. I need. A, I wish I had more control over. Oh man, someone just posts a luxury pyramid that physically emanates comfort and opulence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and opulence.
2: Opulence.
0: Opulence. I Uh, I don't uh, know that word. That's opulence. It's great wealth or luxuriousness. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Did they put up a picture of the?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a small eighteen by eighteen. I can link it to you, and then we can talk about it as if we were looking at it in person. We basically Um, are. This is. uh, I. I'm always worried about saying his name because when I say it correctly, it sounds weird to me.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, it kind of looks like it should be different words, but it's slightly modified.
2: Yeah. We'll call them
0: YGS. YGS. Oh, there it is. Let me, let me zoom this up and get, no. Oh, wow, yeah. No, that's, uh, you can. I'm going to open it up in paint.net.
2: Wow, okay. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna copy it into like Photoshop and zoom in real good. Yeah,
0: cause Chrome's zoom doesn't. Yeah, there we go, that's all. Oh, wow. That's, that's nice. This is really nice. That's framework. really nice. It's got a nice glow I don't think I want to post mine anymore. Just there's this pyramid it's and then right next door, fall. the neighbor yeah. is this guy with the roof that's just falling apart. It has a room for Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, go back to the. Wow. I'm also loving the big kitchen stocked with stew. I And just stew. Nothing Yes, yeah. that's, that's what, all you what need. That's all you need. Winter is it's almost, Winter is know almost know here in Northern Hemisphere, so <laughs> I'm I'm all for that stew. Yeah,
2: stew's good. Kind of want stew now. Uh, right? I should make. Yeah.
3: Hmm.
1: What's the? I still well in a in a in a very hmm. brief sense. How would you describe this this game that you've the, the first dragon that yeah. you just released? Because what's the elevator? I pitch? still feel like I only half understand it. If I'm being honest. Mm-hmm.
2: So it is very. uh, I I ran a game a little bit like it before on Twitter Mm -hmm. when I was like, hey, I want to try out a multiplayer game and like try out running like a tiny MMO like thing, but I don't have the chops to program.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. So I made a tiny ass forum game and uh, I was like, hey, uh, the way that it works is you make a like a new thread or a new topic that says what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. So you make it, you make a topic that says like, Hey everyone, here's what I'm trying to to do. What I like the thing that I propose that we work towards.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and this part is like very role-playing E because mm-hmm. it's just uh, like there in the old one, there were some like inventories and mechanics. So someone would be like, Hey, like I want to fish in the river. And I would just kind of like, you know, you know, when you fish in the river, you get like a single fish and mm-hmm. like one person every day will get like 10 fish instead. Um, but one of the things that I did was uh, like, I'm focusing more on the construction element. So it used to have kind of like a self-interested, like, okay, here's like different resources you can collect and people can come together with the resources. First Dragon is simpler. Um, you're just building, um, you're built you're, right now. Everyone, I got a bunch of people to like build a home. And so they're they're kind of competing actually, because whichever home project gets finished first is the one that's actually going to get built. And cause they're all being built in the same place. Um,
1: so the first to get 10 replies is, is the first one to... is the one that will get built, is
0: that right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay.
2: I think that was very <laughs> unclear, and I didn't know how to make it clear, <laughs> but then the thing that I'm, like, kind of excited about is that... There is like a like a tiny stupid client that I've been working on. It could have just been like a browser thing, but it's like a an executable that you run on your computer. And all it does is it shows in real time the map as I update it, and I'll be it'll be updating so slowly that like you'll never actually see any changes. Ah, in that's life. where the
1: 18 by 18 sprite comes in. Okay. okay. So
2: there, there's like a little grid, and when you run the game, it'll like open up, it connects to the server and it loads the the sprites. And like I'm I am just manually like shoving them in there. Um, I just figured I would like, I would hold it off a tiny bit. So it's kind of secret, but I don't know if anyone who is playing the game will hear it and then go and like the secret will get out. That'd be kind of cool. But like the idea is that the home is kind of like, um, the home that is being built is like, you don't have the map yet because you don't have a base of operations. And then once that gets built, then I'll be like, okay, like here's the map, everyone. And I'll like scatter some stuff around the map. And then people will be like, oh my God, like now that we have, like, we can see like where a little base is. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, like, a little visualization of, like, what's going on.
1: Are you going to keep track of when each thing is added? Because it'd be really neat to see, like, a time lapse as it, like, progresses to be oh, able to yeah. go back and be like, oh, here's mm-hmm. where it started. Here was, like, the first house. And then, like, that's as good. it builds out and, like, people, mm-hmm. like... But I, that that just... That sounds really awesome regardless. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just...
3: Yeah.
1: I, I don't know I if
2: actually anything have, like that. I actually have the... T- uh, like, I... Do you know Bravery Network, the game that I was working on before, but am not working on it anymore?
0: Unfortunately, not.
2: Okay, uh, it was uh, I got together with a few friends. We were making a game that was kind of a, a Pokemon, like a competitive Pokemon-like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, and we wanted to have like we're talking about doing replays and stuff. Um, and so, while working on that project, I developed like a basically like a net library. And one of the like major features of it is that I have like a data structure for um, like a thing that uh, like goes step by step. I don't know how to describe this exactly, but like, uh, you know, if there's like a, if there's like a Pokemon battle, right. That goes in steps. It's like, okay, it's my turn. I hit you with this thing. I did this much damage. It was your turn. You use this thing. I got a status effect. Um. So actually the, the first dragon client is and server are built directly using like a, Postdecessor. What's the opposite of a predecessor? Ancestor. In- well, no.
1: successor,
0: uh, I,
2: successor. 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 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a successor to that system, and like it's you know, uh, i there's like there's very little work that would need to be done actually to like save a time lapse. like would be really cool. I I have been thinking a lot about um player-created stuff being left like in a in a place where people can can view it um, because like that seems like a, a really good end game for anything that is you know already focused on like player creativity and expression is like of course, like you know you want like it you know like, I'm not gonna at the end say like all right, and after you've spent all this time like building stuff, here is the winner <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's It's always been like about like these artifacts that come out of it like uh, I'm very inspired by the stories that come out of Eve. I don't want to play Eve, uh, I have tried, but just like the fact that like players have enough freedom and like the world is so large and like i guess that there's enough players too but like um you know there's like crazy stuff that happens in eve and i'm like well can i make a game that is just designed to make cool stories for us to like hear and appreciate and not waste everyone's time with like tons of like combat and grinding and it's not like that's a waste of time for everyone but like it is for me i'm not interested in like dealing with that for like you know hours and hours and hours just to get like little snippets and bites of the good stuff.
0: Yeah. Didn't we have somebody on once that was talking about how a lot of games was just like filler content to get, get to the, the meat to the, those. Oh yeah. Moments. I I can't remember if that was somebody on the show. I think so. Okay. It might've been somebody that I ran to at a conference. It might even been Trevor actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, because I was going to say, if it was on the show, like, we could re-jog that. Because, yeah. Games are definitely just filled with so much crap. The number one that comes to mind is Assassin's Creed. There's just so much stuff. And, like, I'm sure there are good moments in the game, but you have to work to get to those moments. And that's kind of ridiculous.
2: There's something to be said for, like, the the nature of games as like hobbies is like a, a thing that you, you know, you spend all this like time with and it's something that you want to do.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um Especially I think if you're like, uh like doing it with someone else and you know, it's like, it's like going for a walk with someone. It's mm-hmm. like, Hey, let's play a game together. Uh You know, it, like you go to like a park or something. It's not like, it's like, wow, amazing the entire time. It's just kind of like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, a luxurious experience. And uh it's like, it's just kind of like pleasant and it lasts a while. And I think it's really weird. Like, I don't know how to deal with that divide. Um, I don't, I heard someone talk about someone else saying that like a lot of like the, the power of games is in mundanity. I think that's the word. Um, You can't like, no one watches a movie that's like 40 hours of like mundane stuff. Yeah. But there, you know, like, there is an actual desire to for people to play like 40 hours of like kind of mundane stuff, just like um just like an activity that you like go through. And uh on one hand, I don't want that for the most part. Mm-hmm. But like I can on the other hand I can respect people who do. But yeah. back on the first hand, it really sucks when like a game is like something that I feel like I could be interested in, but like I end up getting sucked into like these grinds and uh, I don't know. it's Very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um it would be nice for that to be a genre instead of what we currently have which don't really mean anything.
0: non-mundane games <laughs> NMGs <Sure. laughs> Hey man, did you see that uh NMG that came out? Uh, no, I only like mundane games. <laughs> Oh, you only like mundane games or oh, yeah, we can't be friends. I like to know what again. I'm doing. Make sure that I'm uh, actually, you know. You just like that, that dopamine hit like from completing God. something even though like it wasn't fun?
1: I like my only reward to be dopamine, mm-hmm. alright? Oh, okay. Is that so hard to understand or
2: games are Wait, like I think you're both NM game I think you're both NM gamers in this like <laughs> NM gamers.
0: <laughs> Dang. Uh, that's that's when next time somebody calls me a gamer, I'm gonna be like, um an NM gamer. Get it right, <laughs> like, casual oh. Um Yeah, it, it i I just made the connection that playing mundane games is kinda like being a workaholic in a way, like because a lot of work is <laughs> I, like I mean I'm depending on my
1: job and play some mundane activity <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Let's get laughs> some more of this. <laughs> Well, I like there definitely are jobs that are fun and like programming for me is is that job that's like I want to do it all the time but there are some people that just love working even though it's mundane because they get a rush from like getting stuff done and knowing they're being productive. Getting that bread. And, and mundane games mm-hmm. totally just emulate that. <sighs> so there's like a deeper psychological thing to be seen here, I guess. Is there any way you could take that that same like structure but somehow make it so it's engaging and fun the entire time for people who... I
1: mean, what if you flip it? Because I feel like a big part of that is really the pacing that we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. It's not just a matter of, oh, it's mundane, but how much of the game is spent just doing...
2: Mm -hmm. So so you have a game where 99% of it is, like, high action, and then, like, like one percent of the time, you get like a nice shot of mundanity. You just walk into like a I mean, room. It's just a result and screen. Did,
3: and it just flashes. Did
1: did did you ever play a uh, Hotline Miami? Because I feel I like that's kind of the formula of that game almost. Yes. Where it's like you do some really ridiculous like murder <laughs> spree, and then like all right, time to get this pizza. Yeah, I got to go walk back you're to my like, car. What? I have to stop at the convenience store. I gotta get groceries. Still, I'm a human being. Like. It's it's just an interesting
2: okay so yeah I wanted to say about uh, you said um, make a game that like is like that's like engaging and fun the whole time Mm -hmm. right and this is um, another thing that is like a core lesson that I kind of like picked up from Mm MDA I feel like engaging and fun like like I mean like okay I'm not gonna speak like it's me because I was straight up MDA aesthetics started out. Our MDA started up from just aesthetics. Like Mm -hmm. they kind of like pulled that, like one of the authors of MDA. Actually, it's really funny. There's three authors of MDA. One of them came up with the idea of the aesthetics. I wonder if they're each.
3: (laughs) They each each took a letter.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, And they made Um, sure that it like coincides with their middle name or something.
2: Oh my God. Oh, nice. Uh, But the aesthetics are like kind of a replacement for the not so descriptive catch all fun and uh there there are eight aesthetics um and i forgot the exact words but basically like it's not like there's only eight aesthetics it's not like you have to use these eight specific terms um they're just kind of like a like a kicking off point um and they're like uh one of them is like sensation which is like a physical sensation like um if you're playing like a really action-y game or like a rhythm game right you get like a, the sensation of like pulling things like just kind of like moving your hands and like reacting to stuff and doing mm-hmm. stuff. Um, or like also kind of like sensation kind of like can also be like, just like if there's like pleasant music or something, um, uh, if it's just, if it, that, that's also kind of like sensation. So like, you know, these terms vary. Um, and there's like challenge, which is like, okay, that is for a person who wants to face, like it's it's the feeling of facing a challenge and overcoming it and, you know, gain. And so Games can appeal to all these different things and when people say fun, and also I think engaging it's like okay, like you can ask for something that's engaging and fun, but what is that to you um, and when i start when, once I started asking that, I started to realize that like a lot of the games I like are ones where I just get to feel real smart mm-hmm. and i don 't know if that's like the greatest thing to aspire to like uh not like if if i'm like unconsciously designing if I'm just designing games so that I like them without really thinking about the kind of like the reasons that I like them, Uh a lot of the stuff I design is just these like super weird, obscure systems that people like. Um, but I was like, where, what, like, uh, if I'm designing like a multiplayer game and I'm looking for balance, um, what kind of experience are people having when they play them? Um, you know, what kind and like, what kind of like play am I rewarding the most? Um, like I thought, I think a lot about like when games are like, okay, there's no randomness and it's, uh, you know, it's pure skill. I'm like, well, is that good? Like it's, it's really touted as like very, very important. Like, okay. Like, yeah, skill is all that matters. These are like these perfect, like competitive skillful games. But I'm like, you know what? I actually don't really care that much. I don't know if it's, I don't care that much, but I don't want to care that much about just like beating other people. It seems like a very like hollow motivation to me. Uh, sorry this is like a real big tangent uh but yeah like so taking fun and like breaking it up into pieces um you know people who playing are playing mundane games and like it maybe they are engaged in their own way having fun in their own way uh and when you're like hey like can we have like like if it's if someone's like hey like can i have an engaging and fun game for me like yeah like but you have to be more specific than that because otherwise you don't really know what you're gonna get
0: I don't really have anything to, to add to this. Yeah.
1: Do you, do Sorry, you? I like
2: talking a bunch. No.
1: no, this is more and more making me, like, I I'm, I need to go through and look into MDA, like, right, right after this. I, um. so,
2: like, <laughs> like, MDA is, like, legit, like, six pages, and I only really pay attention to, like, the first two. Yeah. Uh, they're really good, though. Like, uh, they the, the other four are, like, also good, but they're they're kind of, like, these more in-depth, like, paragraphs that didn't stick to me as well. The first two pages have, like, some like nice diagrams, like really nice, like lists of stuff, like the small, like chunk. that's just like, here's a bunch of aesthetics, um, you know, see how they can replace fun. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's, you know, and like one of them was like expression. And then I, you know, it made me think a lot. That's one of the big ones that made me think about um, MMOs and stuff. Um, You know, like, am I trying to make a game that's rewarding people for like being really smart? And it's like, well, you know, I want people to be rewarded for, maybe like being smart and sharing that with other people and um in that way you have kind of like a little community thing where it's like you can be really smart if you want to be you can figure stuff out that no one else can but then you know the crux of the game is taking that knowledge and rather than using it to destroy people until you're at like the skill level of other people who are also destroying you instead it's like okay like you use that knowledge to give to other people and then they can you know they can share the knowledge that they have you can Cooler efforts and you can um and so another one of them is like uh fellowship, which I really is a nice word um you know that that's a kind of fun when you're like uh it, well I, I won't say fun, but it's a kind of emotional enjoyment when it's like okay, like the people that I'm spending time with are people that I care about that care about me, we're kind of sharing a space together and just kind of like having a good time
0: and and you're saying that's and another right, one of the, like, one of
2: the like, uh, like uh yeah, it's one of the aesthetics okay. Okay. In
0: NBA. So, I I don't think we're gonna be able I because it sounded like you're kind of wrapping up the the aesthetic talk there with the fellowship. Um, yeah. Did you want to talk about that more, or did you want to move on? Um. Hmm. No, let's move on.
1: You you were talking about how you realized that trying to examine what you like in games, since you're even if you weren't examining it, you would probably subconsciously try to kind of do that anyways. You yep. like feeling smart when you're, you know, playing these games. And I guess I've I've been kind of intrigued by... Uh, I've noticed there's there's some games that make you, for instance, like, feel like you're, well, for lack of a better term, make you feel like a badass, like, like super hot or stuff like that. Or, like, yeah. it makes you feel a certain way, even if, to kind of be blunt about it, I feel like that's not the case for those games. Whereas some, like, you actually are, like... There are, like, puzzle games and stuff where, like, oh, no, you actually are, like... It's difficult and mm-hmm. if you solve it. You really are, like being really clever and smart about it versus ones where it's like the, the game can either make you feel a certain way without actually requiring you to do that, or it can do both. And I guess I'm curious if, uh, if you're going for both with your games or if you're going just for making sure that at a minimum, at least people feel like they're, you know, smart when they're figuring things out or, or what.
2: Um, I, so I guess the thing that I would want to most apply this to is fellowship. Um, because that's the one I can see. Because I feel feel like if someone, like making someone feel smart when they're not actually smart is like very immeasurable. Like that seems really weird. Like I don't really know what that means to me. Um, I don't know
1: that it applies as much for the feeling smart, but I mean, just in general, how a game can make you feel a certain way, and it really doesn't apply as much to that one, I feel like. But there's other ones where it, it makes you feel really skilled at something when perhaps you... It, without requiring yeah. as much as it seems like it does i guess is more when I'm... <laughs> i don't know it feels kind of negative as i'm saying this more and more but like... <laughs> no, no, it's,
2: it's okay um i don't i hope you don't feel like i'm like shooting it down too hard but like I, I do want to come to like fellowship but like i do i feel like that's a little bit um i can't remember the word there's like a word that means when you're thinking too much about like the meanings of words like when people have like really like long arguments about like if a hot dog is a sandwich <laughs>
0: I love and the sandwich like, alignment chart so much
2: I like the uh the sand- the bread bag alignment chart have you seen that one What <laughs> Which one like uh, like for closing bags of bread or like bread storage oh uh like chaotic evil is just like leaving it open (laughs) of course i think Uh. that like neutral evil is like just twisting it or something i don't know something like that um but like like it's uh i i kind of want when i whenever i get into like these kinds of discussions i want to step back a little bit and like okay like if if someone feels like they are really skilled at something but they're not actually skilled at it if we take a step back away from the game and their experience with it what impact does that have on their life Um, no and
1: i'm not talking about from the aspect of the gamer like hmm. it's more the the game development itself like the design of the game i feel like there is a difference between if you're able to create that feeling in such a way that more of your players will get to experience it it, it makes that feeling more widely available, I feel like, mm-hmm. as opposed yep. to... So, like, something like... That's part where I love, like, going back to... I mentioned SuperHod as an example for, like, feeling like you're really, like, amazing at this thing. And and maybe you just... It is making it, like, easier for people to be really amazing at. But, like, it's it's really good at pretty consistently giving all sorts of players with all different backgrounds that feeling of, oh, you're going in and you're, like, recreating, like, stuff from, like, action movies and stuff.
3: yeah.
1: As opposed to like a conventional FPS or something, you would go in and like it's it's gonna be a very different experience for players of different experience levels. Whereas I feel like SuperHot it, it just I makes it more democratic. I think it's really
2: good that SuperHot is is like accomplishing that. Sorry, I hope I'm not cutting you off. No, yeah, much. no, go ahead. I was done. Um No, I I mean I think that's uh, really great like that super hot is able to make like so many people like give people this feeling without having like the barriers and stuff um i do think that like it's different for people who do really like games where they can like you know build up a skill and be really competitive that's not uh i don't know it's not really something that i buy into as much as i used to Mm
3: -hmm.
2: um kind of this i like because you know if you get really good at like a like again like it's like you know how does this affect your life Um, I don't know I don't know what I'm talking about I I, I don't want to by no means do I think that super hot is illegitimate or like extra legitimate either they both have like kind of like different communities Um, not communities like they have different they give different experiences to different people I don't know what I'm saying Um, and
0: podcast right here
2: (laughs) yeah yeah perfect just dead Um, it's a really interesting question I think it's. Uh, I like. I'm. I'm curious if there is like a like an answer that you're not like looking for, but if there's like something specific that you're like, okay, like I've heard someone else have a problem with this. Do you have a problem with this, or like I really like it, but maybe no one else does. Do you like it, or
3: is
2: yeah. it just the like? The
1: more I'm realizing that I'm, I've elaborated on this, I've kind of just <clears throat> lost any question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. <clears throat> like, what are your thoughts on it? But we've we've addressed that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, but so know, if we can get
2: into fellowship just for a moment yeah go ahead um, something that I am very worried about is like giving people a feeling of being part of a community but then that like falling completely away and them not actually having a community like that's because like fellowship is to me feels more like something that like could bleed into your life and like matter to you um, and uh I don't really have any kind of like solution or even wisdom about that i'm just like giving it a try to see what works but um i am legitimately trying to like start like a like a small community of like Mm -hmm. closer people because uh one of my hypotheses is that the reason that like games like hearthstone became so inhuman is because they were designed for internet assholes to play with each other um and like it's not like internet assholes are uh, I don't know how I want to finish that sentence. <laughs> In part, like, I'm sure internet assholes are to some degree that way just because that they are jerks. But okay. also people are just internet assholes because, um, it's the city thing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a feature of the internet because it's so easy to reach so many people. Uh, you can't just be like warm and good to everyone. It's just not possible, uh like for most people it will like be a drain on you and then you will give up on it and then it's like well i'm playing hearthstone this game where i'm being match made with like a different person every time like so obviously like it makes more sense to just not let anyone speak to each other than pretend that there's like a closeness to like let people talk and like um so i'm trying to build like a community because i'm like my my hypothesis is that um you know, if, if it's the same people playing together more often, it's, you know, it's not me playing against a different person every five seconds, but me playing with the same people every, you know, every month. I mm-hmm. wanted to, like, make a, a new, like, multi... I, my crazy idea was, like, make a new MMO every month, but, like, uh, like a small one, like, not too, like, different from each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, the idea is, like, what if I could just, like, have, like... You know, if there's, like, 400 people, that's a big number, but, like, if, if there were 400 people that always played every, like... MMOE multiplayer game I made, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to worry about like, building a whole bunch of systems to protect people from themselves and each other because um, instead, I would worry about like maintaining a healthy community. And the games could be spaces for you know, those people who maybe aren't like super, super tight, uh, but like maybe are super tight, but like those people who are friends who are close. Um, just to spend like a bunch of different kinds of times together and like that sounds like awesome to me If, if I could make that work like that is, uh, you know, that feels like it would be fellowship
0: all the way and I mean on your on your topic of worrying that the community will like at the end of this this whole experience um you know there there are sites like uh, you know Chet Roulette and o- Omegle that are very much into that. You're gonna match with this person. You might not get along at all, and that's, you know five seconds I later say that's pretty different from this. Oh, hold on! But then every once in a while you get one of those people where it's like, whoa! You know you just chatted for two hours right? I might be looking at this more fondly from my earlier teenage years being no, in a small but, town and wanting to connect also, with people like outside. One on
1: one type interactions mm-hmm. and stuff. In this case it's more, it's,
0: it's a community. But where I'm going with this is at the end <laughs> you just connected and you never like in talked to that, with that case, person maybe. ever again. So what I'm saying is that there was like a beauty <sighs> of it like this, make sure that you really enjoy this in the moment but because it's never going I to would exist argue again. that's
1: not how this would go. Because you're talking mm-hmm. about like an ongoing thing for at least, you know, like weeks, months, whatever. Like it's mm-hmm. happening for a while and it's the same group of people and they're presumably coming back mm-hmm. and kind of getting to know each other. It's not the same as like a one off, like, oh, we just meshed immediately yeah, for two true. hours and it was insane and now we're never going to speak again. Mm-hmm. You have the opportunity, just like a lot of these indie communities have done and other things, just in general. Yeah. If you get to know these people well enough, you befriend some of them mm-hmm. outside of
3: Very where true. you met them
1: and then it can continue past the lifespan of mm-hmm. why they even met in the first place. So you could be connecting some lifelong friends for all you know through this, mm-hmm. even after it's, like, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, really unique thing that I, I just don't see anymore, and yeah. so I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes.
2: Yeah, whatever happened to stories about people meeting people in, like, World of Warcraft? Like, does that still happen? I know people get married in World of Warcraft, but, like, <laughs> there used to be, like, all these stories, like, oh, yeah, like, I met my fiance in World of Warcraft, and now we're, like, like, I don't hear those anymore. Is it just because people are no, bored of them? I don't think... Or does it just not happen?
0: I mean, like, Ian and I here, we met on Game Jolt. We we used to <laughs> upload games, and we became good buds, and now he's in my basement. Nice. So you know, yeah, really make the, How the, the end mighty are fallen, right? <laughs> 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 um, so like I don't know. Um they, then like there's also a lot of dating apps now where people go to, so they're probably not like, Oh hey, I should go log into World of Warcraft and hope that I find, mm, you Tinder, know. Tinder, World, World of
1: Warcraft. <laughs> I know which I'm
0: choosing. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Let's open it up. <laughs> no. Um I, yeah, it makes me wonder. Like, does that happen less often now, or is it not as newsworthy because it did happen a few times oh, and now yeah. nobody really cares? I wonder. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder Like, I, I'm trying to think of like a proper way to
2: express this. I'm trying to think of like what like has games press. I mean, games press has obviously changed, but mm-hmm. I don't know in what ways it's changed. I haven't really been paying attention. <laughs> uh, but I'm curious. Like, you know, are the stories that are coming out of games press right now like? I, I just want kind of want to go like Google around and be like, you know what, just like get some random articles from 10 years ago. Hmm. But I don't know if that would really give me like a proper feel for like just in general what is being covered and like in what way. I don't know. That was a directed thought.
0: So are you are you Google searching it right now? Uh, I, no, 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 not Google search. Okay, I Google search talking, one thing. But. Typing a note, I was like, okay, like, go for it. Go, go crazy. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not gonna, no, no. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> no, like, it, this is, like, something I'd have to Google for a while. To, like, yeah, to I, I figured.
0: It. That's why I was, like, uh, okay, yeah, maybe just Google he's just, like, a really fast time. reader. <laughs> and he's just, like, I just sucked in all this information in two seconds.
2: Oh, man. Here's ten years <laughs> of Games I was going to ask what, uh... Like MMOs or MMO-like things that you played before. Like, I'm curious if you, either of you, have experience with like stuff like um, any. I mean, I never played World of Warcraft. But I played a bunch of other ones.
0: Um, I played Final Fantasy XIV for a while. My I, I ended up moving with a with a roommate who was really into it. He would play it every single day. So. Um, oh, I thought you, I thought you said that you met. I thought you were gonna
2: say you met your roommate through Final Fantasy fourteen.
0: <laughs> hey man, do you want to come move to Florida and live with me? I have this apartment. It's a two bedroom, but there's four of us here.
3: <laughs> we're were you just really trying to cram as many bit. people in, so it's super cheap.
0: But beyond that, no, I can't really think. I, I've only played some. Only thing
1: I can remember is like free to play stuff on Steam years ago. Yeah. Like I don't know, just. Mm-hmm. Not, not too much, really.
2: What do you, um, like, like, I mean, you're asking me a bunch of questions. What are you excited about design-wise? In, like, I mean, like, in any games, in your games. I don't know,
0: like, uh, you're working on games, right? Uh, yeah. On the side, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so one thing that I've realized in, in recent years is that I've moved a lot from kind of where I was growing up, like, being like, oh I wanna make really cool games to like, hey, I really want to make games um that that bring people together in a small area, like Snipper Clips, Tower Fall, um, uh, Overcooked. Oh, Overcooked especially. Like it's just you, you sit a bunch of people down at this console and they have a unique experience that they can't have outside of that game. And they yeah. they they fight, they bond, they, they figure out like their dynamic, um and I, I think that that's really cool, like, using games as a medium to uh, bring people together, because there's so much, like, of games where you're just sitting behind your screen, It's which kind of goes in line with uh, what we've been talking about here, but, like, um, you know, you're just sitting behind your screen, or you're it's very competitive against other people online that you don't know, and... It's just like that, the, the genuine, like, reactions you get from people that you can see as you guys are playing and, like, everybody yeah. cheering when you all, like, succeed or totally somebody punching someone when they're like, wow, what the heck, man?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's really good stuff. I really, I really like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm kind of sad that, like, there's, like, a, I, I don't know, there's, like, a people talk a lot about how local multiplayer indie games don't do well. Mm-hmm. But I've also thought a lot about how, like, a lot of games seem designed to, like, not for, like, actual people, but, like, for, like, to sell on Steam, kind mm-hmm. of. I don't know exactly how to express that, but it's like, oh, like, I made this, like, I, I feel like there are people who, I don't, maybe it applies to you, I don't know, but, like, I feel like there's people who will make, like, um, make a game that is designed to be played by like you know a group of friends like in real life and then don't know how like to get the word out about it in a way that like will actually like reach those people Mm -hmm. but instead is just like you know trying to like reach like kind of the usual suspects like people who are um steam gamers Mm -hmm. who rely on like an online steam friends list and they're like hey why is there no online mode um and like yeah sure steam like is a really big market but uh you don't like i if you're one person making a game if you're a few people making a game you don't need to hit like every single like person on steam you just need to find the right people who are actually going to like like your game and you know you need to make sure that they have the right idea of what it is going into it and i don't know like it's weird to me seeing um steam, like i used to see things this way but like i've like been kind of like like out, seeing things not as an indie anymore and like uh, I, I, like, I don't know, I've been hanging out with, like, a lot of people who uh, don't really, who are not, like, as nearly, like, into games, especially not from, like, indie perspective, and just, like, talking, like, openly with people that I know who are uh, not gamers, and, like, I don't, it, it's, like, thinking about it from the perspective of the world, like, from the outside, not from the perspective of the inside, as just, like, an indie dev, and Ooh. it's, like, yeah, like, you yeah, like, it, it makes no sense at all to just, like, make an like a local multiplayer game and say like yeah I made an indie game, I'm gonna do like all the indie game stuff. I'll we'll get Games Press to write about it. Uh they're mostly writing to people who are just like playing games behind the screens. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna like you're not gonna make a game that like changes the way all of these people relate to games. Mm-hmm. Um it just like it's it's not gonna happen unless you are like actually really, really thinking about how to do that.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, some something that just came to mind was how you know there there are people that that are play games behind screens like at home alone, and then there is a market for you know tabletop games, card games, you know like Super Friend or Super Fight. I mean, um, mm. <laughs> Super Friends is something <clears throat> else, I think. Um, Super Fight and uh, like Cards Against Humanity, and there's definitely those social um, arenas, but. There's not really like in the middle like there's this disconnect like video games are alone, card games and tabletop games are together. Where do we? Yeah. How do we get people to say hey? There's an overlap here, and I, I felt that the Switch really tried to do that like with the way that they wanted yeah. it was like hey you can bring this to places, and you get this yeah that was stuck. really cool actually. But unfortunately that didn't really
3: happen. <laughs> yeah.
0: Or at least I've never I've, seen it. I've, I've
1: heard of it happening. Mm-hmm. If nothing else oh. it is, definitely I've, I've had people that like, come over, I've mm-hmm. come over and I've brought my switch. Oh yeah. and mm-hmm. like it makes it much more accessible to like play full-on games with someone else as opposed to, you know, true what was being done before the <laughs> consoles where everyone's mm-hmm. just playing online but yeah it makes
2: sense or like you'd go over to someone's house but you'd all like have to like plug your controllers into like the same yeah. console oh, yeah. and, like that like works but it's the switch is definitely easier than that right at least for a while with like battery i i have people coming over to my house when we play splatoon 2 together yeah that's really that's
3: fun
0: fantastic game yeah. mm-hmm. it's really good okay. what 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 uh, tangent but what like how how are you like ranks or are...
2: oh
3: how are you
0: <laughs> how are you today? You know. And at the beginning of the call, you seemed like you were doing pretty good, so we still... Uh... Yeah, are you still... Are you, are you getting drained?
2: <laughs> uh, so, how... No, okay. <laughs> to answer the question you're not asking, I'm doing fine. I'm doing <laughs> great. Um, having fun on this call.
0: That's good.
2: Uh, to answer the question that you were asking... Um, uh, I, I actually don't play ranked a lot. Mm-hmm. I mostly play like league. Okay. Yes. And like, like turf war and like league just because it, it's like, yeah, I can play with like all my friends mm-hmm. and like play ranked is like, nope, you cannot do that. And I'm like, well, okay. Right. Um, and I spend most of my time like making games and shit when I'm not playing stuff with friends. Okay. Sweet.
0: Actually
1: yeah. going off of that, to answer your earlier question about what kind of games. Yeah, yeah. Make. So, yes. uh, Brett answered I meant answered, to come uh, back In to my you. case, I'm trying to figure out how I can make games that I can actually have time to play. <laughs> so, <laughs> between, like, a full-time job and commuting and all the other stuff that I'm, like, trying to get done, I- I've found myself doing a lot of games that are at least different than what I've done before and very heavily and consistently doing stuff with, like, turn-based or, like, puzzle-type games and ones that can work on, like, mobile devices, because that way, like, I can play them during my commute. Like, I can just pull out my phone whenever and, like, get a little bit of, you know,
3: little
1: play-in. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, I, I don't really find myself with the time to sit down and, like, enjoy those full console experiences or that sort of, you know, like, like the good old, like, platformers and other things that I, I loved playing before. I don't I, right cuz they require time, like but... such like, a long
2: time. Like you just have to like sit down and, and exactly. play
1: it. And, and, yeah, I have to kind of devote some like set some time aside to actually like do that. Um so I, that's that's why I've kind of fallen into but also So the... it's just
0: games you can play in small bursts kind of. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Or like
1: you can pull it out, play some and then like almost like like hold Down or something where yeah. it's like you play it's turn based, you play some and like you can stop if like oh, I need to get off like this train <laughs> right now. Let me just lock my screen. Mm-hmm. We're good. Like no yeah. no no harm no foul. But that and the multiplayer, I've also enjoyed that. Now that I can make multiplayer <laughs> games with some basic networking, it's definitely fun to finally be able to uh, try to bring people together. But um, yeah, I mean, wherever they are, just mm-hmm. trying to kind of not the couch co-op you're talking about, but yeah. the opposite. Mm-hmm. But still, like a smaller like, group of like people you know playing with them and being able to try to replicate, honestly, trying to replicate a lot of kind of the, the feeling of a card or a board game without necessarily having to be there in person or to have to bring the game itself and just to be like, oh, hey, do you guys want to do this? And you're like, okay, let's pull out our phones or whatever and how closely can I kind of replicate the same experience
3: mm-hmm.
1: while not restricting myself to, like, oh, I have to make this, like, visually and everything cards. else look exactly like it did before.
2: Right. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Uh, when you say, like, um, replicating the experience, are you talking about, like, people actually still being in person with their phones or like uh, asynchronous stuff like the Scrabble, like long distance, weird Scrabble game.
1: Kind of both. Like ideally if it's, it's done in a way where like you don't have to be in person, you still can like be sitting there together. And like, if you don't physically, like you didn't bring cards against humanity or whatever game it is that you're looking to play that way you can just go, well, okay, we all have phones. Like let's just pull them out and like, we can still, it's still different playing it in person, but like technologically it supports either um but and and as far as experience I think it's interesting looking at say a card game and looking at the design of what do you really need to do with the cards because instinctively I feel like you want to remake the cards on your screen but also cards are that way because when you're holding them in your hands that makes sense mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily make the most sense if you're actually like playing on the phone where you have very limited space. So it's, yeah, it's interesting sure. to see how do you like adapt that to the medium that you're with while keeping the core experience, the the fun that you get as unchanged as possible. I feel like, but that's, yeah, it's, it's interesting from a design perspective to kind of figure out how do I translate something that kind of already exists and make it my own, have like a little twist on it.
2: But yeah. It feels like you could do like, um, you know, how there's like poker dice kind of, it poker feels dice. like something. Yeah, like it's like I don't I don't know exactly how it works, but it's like dice where, where you're kind of muffled. I don't know what happened.
0: Oh, maybe. Oh,
2: no, you're fine okay. now. That was weird. Yeah, it might have um, been my
0: angle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, maybe. Um, uh, I was gonna say like poker dice. Like seems like it would be like a, like an okay form factor on a phone or like mm-hmm. like saying like puzzle game tile shaped and it's just like instead of it being like oh like here's some like overlapping cards it's like oh you should like these five little tiles like if you're playing a card game that'd be super awkward to hold in your hand but uh i guess mahjong kind of does it by just placing it in front of
3: you hmm.
1: yeah and there's there's a ton of different options like that and so mm-hmm. it's, it's really neat to and it makes depending on the gameplay really it makes more sense to do it in a certain way versus another one mm-hmm. so it's it's interesting to kind of revisit and go well how can we do this game with mm-hmm. this, and it's it's it ends up being something different. I think, yeah, it's like
0: really neat. Like when we, we made an Uno clone uh, called Uxie. Hey, it's not dot Uno. Oh, it's not dot <laughs> Uno, of course. Let's um, that's, let's that's URL. Uno is a TLD, so we got dot Uno. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's um, good. And um, uh, Uxie is finished for one, by the way. Uh, so we. I- had some fun there. Uh, and then it, because, like, people are always sorting their hand and they're playing Uno to, like, categorize by color or by number or whatever, You can there's just little balls that you can drag all over the screen, and, like, each one's different <laughs> color, and it just has a number, so you kind of do and that. And you can
1: fling them if you're bored, and yeah, just you can bounce all over the place. Like it's, cool. it's, awesome. I And mean,
0: because there's no limit, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of have to
1: build it so that it can support them. So it was really interesting, and, like, that's just an example of where mm-hmm. it's, like, neat to look at what really is the core experience of this game? What really makes it fun? What do people like to do when they're playing it? Mm-hmm. And how do you translate that to a screen? So it's, yeah. I don't know. I've been really fascinated by that because I do a lot of UI work. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> what? You
0: do UI work at work <laughs> occasionally? <laughs> oh, weird.
2: <laughs> this sounds like a really uh, fun alternative to like a hand of cards though.
0: A really good, or what?
2: A really fun alternative to like a hand of cards. Like a good oh, yeah. use of the form. It's just like, well, yeah, like, you know, just play here's some like here's the cards in your hand you can play with them.
0: They're <laughs> now yeah, especially when like somebody's taking a really long time to do a turn, yeah, you, you can just like them throw around. them around. Yeah. Like a...
1: gives you something to do whenever it's not your turn. Yes, oh, it it has, there's a lot of aspects to it that just make it work mm-hmm. really well. But um, yeah. but yeah,
0: that's because in in person you're talking, but like <laughs> over the phone or over the computer, it's like but they can't well, see you playing with your
1: balls. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, inappropriate. <laughs>
1: What are you thinking we we yeah.
0: kept the ball jokes to martin's interview <laughs> all right oh yeah hold down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. began and end there <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Sheesh. yeah he yeah there's a lot of great ones there
2: a lot of great ball jokes uh-huh
3: okay
0: mm-hmm. yeah, it, we'd, we'd we repeat ranked, them but you just you, we rank all of yeah. our shows by the quality of the ball jokes in them mm-hmm. so yeah, so all of the shows are at last place, except for that one. <laughs> That's what you're well, saying, because yeah, well, we never... Well, yep. I guess this this one second. had a
2: single ball joke, so this one's second place. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Out of, yes. like, 86? Yeah, it's yeah, not bad, man. <laughs> yeah. It's 86. Mm-hmm. You can put that on your business cards. So You'd be like, yeah, we rank second on the uh, Indie <laughs> Number Radio <two>. ranking. <laughs> no.
2: ranking yeah. by ball jokes.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they're, they're just like a, a and last all the other column. Ones are just <laughs> yeah. Man, I almost want to put them into mm. the database now. Just Please like, don't. <laughs> I am so tempted. It's just like a hidden thing. If somebody ever like breaks into our database, they will be like, what? What is this? And then they will just change them up. <laughs> <laughs> leave it untouched. And just be all like, right, I'm out of <laughs> here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> i
1: i re- so uh weather no yeah, um yeah the weather so scary. was there was there uh something else
0: that you wanted <laughs> to, i I think that yeah we to bring up um <clears throat> I think we're near in the end here <laughs> yeah it's been great <laughs> um but yeah uh i I feel that there was one other thing that I felt I wanted to talk about but it, it was be- it was before the show um yeah, I, I guess it was your... Because, you know what, yeah. You were tweeting about your inspiration from, like, old mud games, oh. which, um, mm-hmm. like, were kind of the inspiration for your new... Or the the prototype that we played with where we drew the, the faces with, like, arranging our characters. Um, yeah. And I think that was just, like, slash mud in the URL.
2: I actually don't think that's a reference even to mud games. Oh, I think real. I just called it Mud because it was like it went with garbage. <laughs> I I have like very limited experience with mud games. Okay, but um.
0: <laughs> wow, well, all the research I did for this podcast just out the window. When I read through the whole Wikipedia article. Do you Do you want to talk about muds? I mean, I, I'm definitely not experienced. I have, like, the surface-level Wikipedia page, so I was thinking you would bring the experience, or the expertise to the table. No? Okay. So we don't talk about mud yeah. then.
1: So none of us have played in the mud very much?
0: No? That's not happening? Mm-hmm. Wait, wh- no. what are you talking about? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're the expert now. Beat <laughs> the... <laughs> <laughs> worst way to establish being the expert mm. in something. So you you take <clears> dirt <throat> and you put it into water and then a bunch of people connect hey, to hold the on. internet. Wait, you definitely
2: put the water into the dirt.
0: I've been doing it wrong
1: all this time. Oh no. Oh that that explains a lot actually. <laughs> about actually my you should life. probably
2: sure. Now I'm thinking really hard about how to make mud because I've made concrete before. You take, like, the dry concrete shit and you put water in it, and it's horrible to mix. So, like, maybe putting water on top is not the best move. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, Do they have
1: bags of dirt to be turned into mud like they do with concrete? Can you use a concrete mixer and just, like, pour in the water, pour in some dirt, and then you get mud? (laughs) I feel it would be a lot easier to get consistency on it
0: if you added the dirt to it. Because it would kind of be like adding mix to water instead of, like, adding water to mix.
2: But like, if you add mix to water, then like, I guess it, like it has nowhere to go but down. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you add water to mix, then you really have to like work it to get the bottom mix up to meet the water. True.
0: Hmm. Either way, this I feel it's going to be this cons- inconsistent. In unless you mix.
2: I feel like there was a pun you were making, like just from your, cho- your choice of words and tone, and there was just not a pun. Wait,
0: what? <laughs> oh, I don't you. know. Did, <laughs> yeah, I I him. subconsciously made a pun. Never. No, like
2: there was no pun, but it, you had like the inflection and like s- oh, slight, like
0: very yeah. slight word awkwardness of a pun. <laughs> yeah, that's just my personality. I'm sorry. Okay. He he sometimes I think does that in the hopes that there will be a pun, and he just hasn't <laughs> thought of it yet. <laughs> I say everything like there's a pun and hope somebody else will catch it for me. Just think like, everything you say. This so sounds like clever. a really fun game. Like. You just keep, like, talking, but you say it in certain ways, and eventually somebody picks up. Oh, wait, that's just called real life. It's not. It's not fun. (laughs) As someone who bears witness to it
1: constantly.
0: (laughs) Mm. Anyway. Ian and I, our relationship is very much built on puns, so. In case that wasn't clear here.
3: Oh. He looks... Okay. Huh?
0: (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look like he's uh, on board with this. (laughs) His heart's (laughs) smiling. What?
3: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: I can't it. uh, the resolution's too bad.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I know. It, I, yeah, terrible <laughs> webcam. <clears throat> All right. <throat> so what? 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 What's your future plans? Like you're you're gonna release some of these uh, MMOs? Will there like, be a monthly? second or
1: even a third dragon? Ooh,
2: yeah. Um, that's. Uh... The name for First Dragon was, like, a spur-of-the-moment thing based on, like, an idea I had for a similar kind of thing, actually, which was that there would be, like, a bunch of MMOs, like, in series that I would, like, develop a little bit more on top of um, where, like, there would be, like, a dragon and, like, each time there would be one dragon.
1: Why did you pass up the opportunity to spell dragon with a Q? (laughs) It's my follow-up question. He didn't want to search or screw up his search results.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, if
2: I spell it with a Q, then it would be in risk of being pronounced like that Kim Possible villain.
0: <laughs> wait, which? Wait, hold on.
2: He has a name that's similar to Draken. I think it's Draken or Drak. Oh, the it. the
0: the guy with with um, he's got blue skin, I think, or yeah, yeah, yeah he's Doctor Draken. Doctor Draken, that's right. And I really had to rack my brain there. I was like, "Ooh, can I just Hoffler. I just wrecked Google?" That's a while ago.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please, Dr. Draco was my father. was <laughs> <laughs> your father? Oh my! You can call me Draco. Okay. <laughs> but but never Draco. Get out <laughs> of my own house. This is my house
2: now. Uh, and then uh, I just, just to follow up on the, the the dragon thing. I feel like dragon has, is like a good word with a lot of weight to it. And I don't want, I don't want, it's just, my name can be garbage, but the <laughs> games that I make need to have names that make, make people, that endear themselves to people. Hmm. I hope.
0: My identity can be terrible, but my creations, God forbid. I like how inviting you are to the concept
1: of garbage in the past, like, five minutes. It just... (laughs) But also, First Dragon's a great name. I was entirely just joking. I want to Mm -hmm. be clear about that. (laughs) I know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I guess I kind of meant, like, after you, like, Mm. after... Like, if this this ends up not being something that is sustainable or you decide to change gears... You can
1: just ask, where do you see yourself in five years? No, no.
0: If, if, <laughs> if, if um, yeah, if if this ends up being, like, not what you want to do or not what you want to do in a while, what do you think your next avenue of exploring would be?
2: Okay. Um, there's, like, a bunch of stuff that I want to do. This is just, like, the standout. Um, one of the things I want to do is... Games where, where the player has like a, a lot more, like the players like building the levels themselves to some degree, like just like a single player game where you're doing this. Wait, mm.
1: but would the levels then be shared, or you say single players They're, and literally like you're just building them for yourself?
2: Yeah. yeah, okay, you're building them for yourself. Like, uh, have you played do you know the game Wilmot's Warehouse? No, it's uh, basically the way it works is you have a big warehouse and uh, like a, a thing arrives with like a bunch of tiles, like it'll just be like. Here's some, like, five green triangles and, like, 20, like, little cups and whatever. it a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And then um, an order will come from, like, the other side of the warehouse. And you'll go up there and they'll be like, hey, we want, like, four little cups and a, a blue triangle. And so, like, right in the beginning, it's like, whatever, this is really easy. But, like, very quickly the game becomes about building your own organizational system so that you have, like, a clue where the blue cups are. Uh, and like kind of like dealing with it and stuff, and it's just like I, I stopped playing it after a while, um, partially because it ran really poorly on my computer. Um, All it like made cups. it hot, and like I was playing it. I was playing with like a touchpad too, which is probably not a good idea. Okay. Um, better on the mouse, but but like that game was really cool because it was like it was so much about like kind of like you making some like really conscious decisions about like what you're going to do. It's not just like, uh, you know, you reacting to the game. It's not just like, okay, like here's the combat system. I mean, like I love dark souls. Um, but when like, I'll compare it to like the combat of dark souls, which is, you know, it's not about coming up with your own solutions that much. Like, uh, it's about like, like the main, like the main skills are just like knowing, like you learn, uh, this is when they do things. And the solutions are very obvious. It's like, we'll just avoid it or, like, stay out of reach. Um, but Wilmot's Warehouse, like, it, it feels like it has, like, more, like, weird depth to it. And that's not, like, uh, like uh, Starseed Pilgrim is a little bit like it, too. Like, it's uh, when you, I don't know if you played it, but, like, there's, like, a hub a world bit. and you...
0: Huh? I, I said a bit. I, I okay. haven't quite cracked it yet. I'm still on yeah, that Yeah,
2: so you might not have, like, found the hub world exactly, mm-hmm. but, like, uh, you know that in the game you plant seeds and they grow stuff, right? Yeah there's, like, a permanent part of the game where you are, like, constantly, like, growing and, like, building on top of your old stuff. Um, and, like, you have to traverse this area, like, over and over and over again. And that, that's, like, a, I don't know, like, it's it's a really nice feeling to be, like, you know, playing this game and, like, you know, seeing, I mean, I get to see what other people built with their worlds, too. But, like, you know, um, I watched, like, a Let's Play of, like, a guy with a really calm voice playing it for, like, 50 episodes, the whole game. Um, and it was really interesting to see just the you know, as you like walk around in the game, you see the same patterns over and over and over again. You're like, this is a thing that I built. I, I made this. I like made these choices, and I'm interested in that in a multiplayer context because I like seeing what other people have done. But I'm also very interested in a in a, in a single player context where the game is like a, you know, it's all about saying like here's like a choice here's the, here's choices you made. It's not like a like a it's not like a choose your own adventure book. Where it's like, okay, because of this choice, now we're going to give you more story. It's like, no, like, because of the choices you made, you have literally, like, just chosen this stuff for the world. It's not like there's, like, some, like, magic surprise that happens if you do things right or wrong. It's just, uh, you know, it's just literally the things that you've built.
3: Hmm.
0: Wow. Yeah, I'm getting, like, little glimpses of different games that I've played, how it kind of goes there, but I... I, hmm. it's kind of hard to conceptualize because it's it's yeah. so broad, but it's also it specific. Hmm. So so this is uh, making sure that we're still on the same topic. This is something you want um, to make? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: it's, uh, it's something I've been like, head working on the design of and like trying to figure out like how to do it and like how to theme it. Mm-hmm like I thought about like a, there's there's a, a manga that I read called uh, the English translation is like Dungeon Delicious in Dungeon Um, and there's just like a single like it, it's like a it's kind of like D&D-ish but like it's less like it's not like a like super like hardcore fantasy they're like going around like fighting like I don't know like it has like it pulls a lot of like really nice details into it and it's kind of like silly and charming and like they're just like they're like eating monsters they're like killing monsters and eating them and like there's like pages that talk about like the mechanics of like the, du- the dungeon or it's like oh here's like this like animal here are its habits and like this is how we're going to use that to like our advantage or whatever um and then one of the there's like one line like where they're talking about the like how the dungeon works like all the all the walls move and stuff and then one of the characters is like uh, like, studied dungeon making in, like, Magic University or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, like, there has to be a way out because, like, there needs to be, like, mana flow to all parts of the dungeon or, they'll, like, it'll get stagnant. And, like, that, like, I was like, fuck, yeah, like, that's, like, I want that, like, mechanic for a game where you're, like, building so your own cool. dungeon, like, for yourself. And, like, you have to, like, maintain mana flow to, like, all parts of it. And I'm like, yeah, that's... So, so the, the latest iteration I've been, like, thinking about is, like, You're, like, growing, building your own, like, fantasy dungeon thing. And, like, you want, like, a bunch of monsters. Like, you want, like, a cool variety. Um, But you also have to, like, traverse the dungeon yourself. So you're building your own levels. Um, And I'm thinking about making it not combat-oriented. So you have to, like, grow plants. And then the plants attract monsters.
3: Um,
2: And, like, you're going down there and you don't want to kill the monsters because they're part of your ecosystem. Mm um but you want to like go and like gather the plants or something because they'll like grow back i don't know like something like that
3: i love it
2: and then and then the idea is like uh each time like you go deeper and deeper and you get like to the end of where you've got to and you'll you'll dig a little bit more and you'll leave and you'll come back and like because the idea is like it's a living ecosystem i wouldn't want to like simulate the whole thing super like in depth but the idea is like you would it's like the dungeon is alive without you. And so you leave and you come back and you see like a lot of familiar shapes and like, you know, you planted like a bunch of blue flowers here because they attract bats or something. Um, but a lot of stuff has changed, too, because, uh, you know, it's just it's alive without you. And so you get to this kind of like shifting pastiche of like stuff that you have intentionally made and stuff that is just kind of like happening without you.
3: Wow. <laughs> I want to play it. Love, yeah, right? Like, <laughs>
1: That sounds awesome and some of those mechanics are just like so unique. I just haven't a... Well
3: <laughs> No like, when like, when I, know, like, like
1: I'm,
2: sure I'm gonna make it sound cool. I'm sure it'll like it like half these things won't work. Sorry, I don't <laughs> want to interrupt you, please continue. I'm curious what you had
3: to say. No, that's just no,
1: I like, am I'm, I'm just really intrigued to like whichever one's do you make it like especially like just like the flow, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. It like, just it all sounds so interesting. I like, just love to see how like it could in some form make it in, if nothing else, but like mm-hmm. Uh, it just sounds, like, refreshingly, like, just new. I, I, That's part of what I'm loving about. I'm seeing a lot of indie games again now where I'm like, oh, I don't know anything like this, and it's mm-hmm. really cool, as opposed to, for a while there, I, I, I don't know, maybe I was just not paying close attention, but it felt like it was a lot of more formulaic stuff, whereas now we're getting a lot more...
2: What are some of the really cool stuff that you've, like, been inspired by, I guess, lately?
3: The
1: front of my mind right now it was going to jump to Wander Song, because it's at least, like, <laughs> okay. it, just the, the whole aspect of it, not just, like, on the surface, like, oh, yeah, you have the kind of, like, you're singing and stuff, but, like, the fact that the game is built up around, and, like, the opening moments kind of tries to get rid of the typical, like, oh, you're a hero because you're going around fighting everything, and it's like, no, no, no. You're gonna sing. You're a bard. Like that's <laughs> that's what you do. And like the entire game cool. is just feels so different from I, I've only played it like a bit so far, but it just feels dramatically different from all the other stuff I've played just because the premise is awesome. different. You're not supposed to use violence to win. You're running around doing this cute little platformer, but. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. you're solving all sorts of unique and very different <laughs> problems than you usually do. He yeah. goes, "Oh, let's sing!" and "Oh, wait a minute, let's communicate with these people that we thought were enemies or something." I just, mm-hmm. it's very different. Um, I think there was something else recently before that too earlier this year that I can't think overcooked,
0: of. Maybe? Well, overcooked I maybe. Mean, overcooked is definitely yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a new dynamic. Um, yeah, I feel like there's something else too.
1: I guess I can't really say that about like Celeste. It's just solid, but it's not like mm-hmm. you
2: know, yeah.
1: Yeah I don't know. There was something else. Yeah, like. I
2: tried to get into Celeste, but I just uh it did definitely like I, w- I just kind of had like this like yeah, it's another like hardcore platformer. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm almost I did one of the puzzles and it was kind of cute though. Mm-hmm. Like uh like one of the like far out, like not jumpy ones, but just like a weird like satellite puzzle.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I do remember that. That's in the first yeah. First area. Yeah, they have what, like six of those or something I know of, but yeah. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: And now I can't think of other
2: <laughs> examples. That's all right. I'll have to check out uh, Wonder Song.
1: Oh, you know what? I'm, I think I'm, I'm thinking of a lot of. I'm seeing a lot of um, devs on Twitter who are posting stuff. That's probably. That's what really what I'm thinking of, I guess, more so. It's not oh, okay, released okay, stuff. Yeah. It might not even ever get released, but yeah. like all those various prototypes. Like there's that
0: one. Jesse.
1: Yes. Uh, the one with uh, the lines. Yeah, uh, Spec. Yeah, where yeah. it's like based off the current perspective of the camera, it looks at the outlines, and like you have like this circle that's like. Going along like the outline of all the a point visible things It yeah. just keeps moving, and along, then like along. you just control the camera, and like you would go to a different perspective, oh, okay. and it would change like where different objects overlap and stuff, and you can like move from one to another just by shifting camera <coughs> perspective. It's it's very different from the stuff I've mm-hmm. seen, and so it's yeah. that sort of thing is just really yeah. cool to me. I don't know what will actually become of it. But mm-hmm. it's it's always exciting to see a new little like GIF or something pop up and go, oh, well, whoa! Like I never would have thought for like they did with augmented reality for like a bit there too, <laughs> like just whatever, just to make it crazy and different. But um,
2: I was just thinking about Tigsource, and I realized that like um, like a big part of Tigsource for me was like following along devlogs that mm-hmm. I thought were really cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, Twitter really, really kills the, like, uh, the continuity of a project. I've seen some yeah. people who will, like, really, like, religiously maintain a thread so you can actually click on a thing and go back. But, like, by and large, I don't see that very much. Yeah. Like, I see, like, independent, like, just, like, boom, here's a thing. And I can't, like, and I can, like, go out of my with way. But all the other stuff
1: mm. they tweet. So then, yeah, there's no... Yeah. Other-
2: like, I can word. go my way to, like, look at their their thing or something, right. but, like, the normal way to look at Twitter is all these things cut together, whereas, like, the normal way to look at a forum is, like, you yeah, look you at know, a post, and you see the post before, out. and you, you look at the opening out. post, and, like, you see all this stuff, like, there's a... Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's conversations... one of the things Twitter was trying to do with stories, because I have seen somebody oh. being like, oh, hey here's the entire development of this thing and yeah, a twitter I story mm-hmm. but i don't really see it it's no it's one's not doing intuitive that <laughs> like, at least not for easy. not for like
1: yeah. game dev no one's like no. oh here's like the dev log for this game i'll keep mm-hmm. adding to it because yeah it's not easy to share stories on like your i don't know it's I not mean, easy like the, to share stories for people to find it as it is for like just a tweet or something yeah but
2: the, i want to say it's the word payout the like the reward is not as high like the the like when you when the investment like you have to like kind of go out of your way to do this and like that's not even how most people experience twitter like most like because that's not the way twitter displays itself twitter displays itself as like here's like a bunch of like disconnected uh you know like disconnected like individually polished thoughts not like uh here's like this whole like battleship of thoughts that you can kind of like peruse (laughs) if you want and like you don't have to but like you can catch up and like figure stuff out so, I, I mean, I made a forum because I miss forums. Too. Okay,
3: yeah.
0: Yeah, is, is, that, like a... is that public right now? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: The, the fact that I miss them or the forum itself?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the forum, but... I guess both now. <laughs> yeah, you've invented it on, on Indie Radio. Everyone will know about this. Good. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the bigger the, the good yeah, um, yeah. That, that was definitely one of the things that I, I wasn't a part of TickStores for very long. I got into it two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen, kind of when it was starting to, I think, swindle down. Um, maybe, maybe it happened earlier. Maybe it happened later. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no. It was just watching devlogs and seeing stuff go on, and then also going back to like older posts, just be like, whoa, it's come so, so far. Yeah, yeah.
2: And you get to see like i feel like you get to see more of like a like a real story about it like i think that a lot of like people use twitter like but they only show like cool the cool stuff mm-hmm. um or like the stuff that's broken in a really cool way but like <laughs> looking at like devlogs on tigsource like people they're like i get to see people being like i don't know what i'm doing like <laughs> i get to see like posts where they're like hey there's like a bunch of bugs people like complaining about bugs are like a part of like the main feed in mm-hmm. the forum and then i get to see like the developer reacting, responding to those, being like, "Hey, does this fix it?" And like on Twitter, it's very like uh, very centralized. It's like here's like my whole story. It's just me talking. And like yeah. you have to kind of like go out of the way to like see the conversation going on, which I think is like a big part of like a community feeling. Is like you know, I was like, "Oh, like there's Super Joe. He always talks shit, and I like, hear he is talking shit on this forum too."
3: Um,
2: yeah. Super Joe is an actual person on
0: TechSource. <laughs> Super what who Super you, Joe. Just Super Joe or Super Joe Bob.
2: Who's Super Joe Bob?
0: That would be uh Landon. I'm gonna butcher the last name Pod <laughs> Yes, yes. Podilski, uh duck game creator. I don't I don't oh. think it would, it would it would be him because it doesn't sound like him. Yeah.
2: Um, no, uh although he did change his name I think to Superb Joe at some point. Okay. Not to be confused but, with. <laughs> so it's like one letter closer <laughs> but in the wrong spot Yeah.
0: okay so it's like I hmm. wonder
2: if it's the same person I, anyway yeah, yeah I, I I've know. been thinking a lot about like not just games but like also just like all kinds of like community things I was talk- do you know Ian Snyder no he made the Flores Jelly and wildly unsuccessful local multiplayer game Botolo
0: I've heard that the floor is jelly. I just can't remember what it is.
2: I want to show you the website for Batola if it's still up because it is extremely beautiful. Okay. Just like disgustingly beautiful, like the website and uh, like you can. I recommend like there's like a bunch of videos and stuff, but just scroll down to how to play. Oh. All All right. It's just so pretty, like all the patterns and stuff. um,
0: What is? I whoa! I know somebody that I'm gonna send this to, and they're just gonna be like, "Oh!" (laughs) Because all the patterns are animated. Oh my goodness! Oh wow!
2: And it's like a it's like a really tight little uh, like competitive game, um, which I I was like okay at it. Uh Um, It's fun to play with like some friends and stuff. I'm sad that it didn't do well.
0: Esports Showcase at IndieCade 2016. How did I miss this game? Too many. Oh, <laughs> can't, I guess. can't see them all. Yeah. No, it was probably because uh, the campus that they used, it was really hard to navigate, and I couldn't find entire oh. sections of the, the Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> ah, It was hidden in one of those good spots. Dang. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to check this out. Um... Oh and why why did you why did you bring this up again?
2: Um... uh okay, it was because I was talking to Ian Snyder, mm-hmm. the creator of this game and The Floor is Jelly about like like we were like, what if we made like weird like game like social media? Like okay. if we were like not Mastodon, which is just like, hey, this is Twitter but not Twitter. But instead if it was like, Hey, this is Twitter, but like <laughs> there's like there's like a weird like currency and like you get it for like playing things or like tricking people and like there was like a like a game running through it and like or like if we were just experimenting with it and it's like okay like this week uh you know you can't see anyone's names every identity is blacked out for like the entire week and we're just like this sounds like a fun thing to do it seems like a lot of work to do but like Mm -hmm. um yeah. That's that's why I like social <laughs> games I think a lot about. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's like not just the game side, but also the social side. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you seem like you were.
0: Oh no, no Ian and I we made a because, Twitter clone a long time ago. Yeah. So if you want it, we made two of it, them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. It was
1: basically like Actually one of the it was the premise was kinda to solve the problem we were talking about earlier, with like how for development for instance, you wouldn't have like a consistent stream of like the mm-hmm. same content. We have like a concept of like projects inside
0: of it that yeah. would allow Yeah, So it's you like a like... sub account that multiple people can post to. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that sort of thing. But mm-hmm.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but that sounds like a really interesting idea too. Like I love the idea of like taking something that's it's it's really just slapping a very different interface on it, but I, I that's part of why I'm fascinated by how that completely changes like the player's experience. Because, like, ultimately at its core, then that's still, it's, like, an MMO game. But, like, you're making it, like, feel like, okay, <laughs> this is a social media website, though. Oh, like, yeah.
2: I'm, well, like, a blur- like it, it's just, like, people are used to, like, social media feeling a certain way and, like, exactly. games feeling a certain way. But, like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like, it's, like, but, hijacking but, like, the way yeah, like, it didn't... feels like a social media because it's what you're used to. But it's just a mechanic. Well,
1: mm-hmm. and that's why I don't mean it as, like, a, like, mm-hmm. I think that's a cool thing about it because it would be, like, a, going into it that kind of i think changes expectations and changes just the overall mood and feeling if you open it and you're like oh yeah this feels and looks like you know twitter or Mm whatever else facebook some like major app but then like but it's a game but it kind of doesn't feel like one so then it's almost like the um i feel like there's a lot of games that had uh the kind of the aspect like social games like in real life where you have like like, there was one at my high school, I know a lot of other people in, like, college campuses and other stuff have done ones where, like, like all the seniors agree to do something stupid where, like, oh, it's this elaborate game of tag and, like, you have, like, these <laughs> immunities oh, yeah, yeah. from doing something ridiculous, like, each day and it changes or that sort of thing. So, like, the aspect of kind of these uh, brief, like, burst of, like, oh, well, yeah, like like you said, like, today or this week or whatever, you can't see anyone's names. Like, I love that kind of, like seeing just the real reactions of, like, a group of people when that happens. Like, do they get emboldened to say more, like, harsh things? Do they realize that maybe after that week's up, suddenly everyone can see who said what again? <laughs> like, what mm-hmm. are the other, like, it just... Kind of like a secret
0: Santa, almost. There. Yeah, no, yeah. Well, it's
1: that sort of experience, but in a digital form. And I, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd love to see that actually, like, happen. That would just be, like, really cool. Um But, yeah, oh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, uh, I think like uh, there's like not enough room for that kind of stuff in games, and I don't like uh I don't know like maybe it's just because it's like not a AAA thing to do, but like I want to play like I don't want to play stuff that has like perfect like like I I don't know like, I, I don't know, like I, there's like a lot of games that like you know they spend like two years making like a really nice game and then they update and update and update it and like it's like always like building on top of like the same form factor. Mm-hmm. And I know that I am a weirdo because I'm really good at, like, learning new systems, and not everyone is. Like, I'm really good at it. Like, if I play a board game that none of us have played before, I will always win. But then I'll usually, like, lose by the third game. (laughs) Um, But, like, I want to, I just, I wish there were more games that were, like, that were, like, less precious about, like, their core tenets and weren't, like, okay, here's, like, the core idea and like we can change the edges of it. Like I wanna play more new games that are just like constantly like new and like it's not like I wanna hmm? what happened? <laughs> There's someone over there. They live here, it's fine. Oh They're just like a weird noise. <laughs>
3: um
2: I don't know, I, I just I feel like I was losing my train of thought and I was looking for an excuse to to get off of it.
0: <laughs> okay as long as you're
1: at a station i guess mm-hmm.
0: yeah did you just jump off a moving train or did was the train slowing down at least
2: <laughs> i uh i climbed onto the roof
0: okay there, yeah.
1: that works. might be more dangerous air. if it's still moving. it's a subway okay
0: uh yeah. sure as long it's as it's so not going cool. through a tunnel I, I i'm sure you're safe <laughs> Wait, it's, it's a subway, of course. It's always in a
1: subway. Oh, no. Watch out for the third rail,
3: I, I don't know.
1: The third <laughs> rail's on the floor. <laughs> well, don't
3: fall. I don't know. <laughs>
1: this is probably good advice regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, don't okay. fall. I did that the other day. At any point in life, just don't fall, okay? Mm-hmm. It's never good. <laughs>
0: But anyway, my actual
2: train of thought is that I wanted to uh, just just to get back on it. I'm, I'm climbing back inside, <laughs> reluctantly. Um, I think it was, it's like kind of fun doing this little forum game thing. Like I'm doing like a little tiny bit of like tech to enhance it, but it's like I had this idea on Monday. And I started it today, like, and that like I I can I, I think that like tech is like cool, but it does slow down development a lot, and it makes these kind of like like really, I don't know. Like, it makes like fast iteration hard when mm-hmm. people are expecting really high polished things. Uh, so I want to make, I want to make, I want, I want people to like less polished because that means we get to have more experiences.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you follow? <sighs> um. They they definitely take it to an extreme. Um, mm. It's on Twitter. I think Mosh Mosh Boy um, is the Twitter handle. Let me, let me see here. Yes, no. Moshboy. Boy. Um, I follow Moshboy. They so <laughs> their bio is Trash Game Curator. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they've been talking <coughs> about recently is quote unquote trash games, where it's just like, hey, tweet tweet gifts of unfinished projects or stuff that you've abandoned, you know, just in its current state, or, you know, just release unfinished games, like these uncomplete things, or these things that are very broken, mm. and I, I think it's kind of along the same lines that they really want us to see, like that that expectation of polish and, like, fine uh, you know uh, craftsmanship like, be, be taken down so we can have more interesting games exist. Yeah. I
2: can get behind that
0: yeah it's really good so yeah just reminding me of the account
2: no it's good i have another i had like old games and not games i should definitely keep an eye on trash games and see see if i fit there i am talking a lot about garbage <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: <First step> <laughs> you, you're you're the king garbage of trash games
2: I don't know if I'm the King Garbage of Trash Games. I think that if it's anyone, it's got to be Mosh Boy. True. I guess you'd be a prince, though. Yeah. Boy is the part... Like, Mosh Boy, like, I guess you can have a boy that's a king, but, like, usually they're princes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the first one that comes to mind is King Tut. It's like, what, 12? Something like that. Yeah. 14? Uh, I young.
1: Stuff. I'm curious, but if yeah, there's, there's royalty, a royalty, is there like a jester? And if there's a jester <laughs> for a trash kingdom, a does trash that mean, like, kingdom, they're a trash jester. So they're like really bad at their job. So they're like really serious and not funny at all, much like this train of thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right. Well. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um, do you have any more on this topic, or would you like to move to the? Uh, I feel that there needs to be like a drum roll, like final question. I can
2: do a final question. All let's right. Go, wait. Yeah yeah. 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 I'm ready.
0: All right. That's the drum roll. Again. So we, we used to have this quite a bit. Like I think we in season three we used to always end it. And if this isn't ringing a bell, it will in a second. Um, we used to always ask people when they're when they're getting ready to, to wrap up. What would what what one piece of advice do they give to indie game devs or anybody that just wants to do game dev? Like what what would be your ultimate piece of advice or even just ultimate piece of advice in this moment? It doesn't have to be ultimate, just any anything. Hey, he said he was ready. All right. Okay, I, I'm sorry. We'll
2: <laughs> just yeah. um, I'm just trying to think of how to compile it, but mm-hmm. it, it's in my head. Um. I've been thinking a lot about. I, I, I've like ranted a little bit to like some people who I knew who were kind of doing this.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I'll just I'll talk about it out loud before giving my proper answer because okay. that's more interesting than me just sitting here talking <laughs> around it. Um, I have this feeling, and it may be misguided, but I don't think it is. That there's a lot of aspiring and even present indie game developers who are kind of like in denial about money
3: Mm
2: -hmm. um and i'll be more specific uh like there's people who are like making games and saying that they don't care how much money they make or like they're designing them without really thinking about money and yet also hoping that like for the for the slim chance that like you know money will arrive at their doorstep as a result of them making like a wonderful game Mm I want those people to stop doing that because it really hurts me to see that. Like, I feel like that is like bad business practice and also taints artistic merit. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Um, Like, even if you're like, oh, like I I, know I'm just making this and I'm not affected by money. If there is like just kind of like this like dream that like it's like okay, this might be a successful game. It still angles the games that are being made in like you know a certain direction. I have nothing against people making money with games or like trying to make money with games. And that's not what this is about.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I just, um, you know, like if you're, I'd like to see more people, you know, work on passion projects, like put real work into it and release them for free Mm -hmm. or for those people to take like a good hard look at like the business side of things and say like, okay, like, how is this going to make money like to actually think about the world and how like why the world would deign to give them money for their game and to like look at it uh you know like to really look at it and be like okay well you know what can i do to like appeal to more people to make it like make money Mm -hmm. um i think that this like middle zone is like I, I'm, I'm really just hypothesizing this part. Like I think that this middle zone is possibly ruining a lot of games that could either that could be better in in either direction, but instead are just kind of like wallowing in this like unfinished, like never never going to be satisfied. Like oh, like I want to make money, but I don't want to think about it. But like you're still, it's still like under your skin, mm-hmm. and you're you know you're you're you know I think and like it's what it, it's what stops people from making trash games. Like uh, you know, like someone might make uh, they're like, okay, here's like the thing that I want to do. That's super cool, um, but I have to polish it and stuff. And it's like, well, why do you want to polish it? And it's like, oh, well, you know, it has to be polished. Like there's there's things that people stick to. They're like, okay, this is the way that a game has to be. And I think that the unspoken thing is it is that it has to be this way because games that aren't like this don't make money. But then if you like drill down on these people, then they'll be like, okay, but like you know, I'm not you know, it's okay if it doesn't make any money, but like it would be nice.
0: Okay.
2: I don't I I feel like I'm making like a lot of like like leaps like I actually haven't talked to like a ton of people like this. I've talked to a few people and like they've like kind of agreed with me, but also mm-hmm. I I was pressuring them for an answer. Like they were my <laughs> friends. Like I wasn't like being an asshole, but like I I I don't think I'm off the mark, but like that's like my advice is like if you're like be completely honest with yourself, if you don't think your game is going to make that much money, release it for free don't release it for ten dollars because no one will play it um if you're going to release if you're going to make people pay for something then like actually think about why they would do that think about you know the reasons that you're doing this uh you know really think about the like i don't know business is like a bad word but like to me like business is uh like to some degree and like business and money are asking people to like invest in a thing that you've made to like trust you Mm -hmm. um and like uh it's you know so business but like not as a bad word
0: yeah okay Hmm. very interesting so almost like pick a side don't don't be indecisive and go for it because being indecisive is potentially hurting it creatively
3: because, yeah,
1: I mean, if you're designing something with the goal of making money, you're going to make different choices than if you're just designing it for fun. Mm-hmm. And if you're kind of hoping for both, then you don't really have the same clear focus. I mean, I can I can see that. Yeah, that's, yeah.
2: And, like, I, I think that, like, on both sides, there's very legitimate, like, desires. And I just want I want to see those realized. I don't want to have this, like, I, like you know, if you're just if you're making a game and you just want to have, like, a really good time with your friends... Uh, you should make every decision that moves you in that direction. And like if if you're like, okay, like the only way that I'm gonna be able to keep making games is to make money with them, then like do that. It's not a bad thing. It's just something that I wish like I just I don't know. I guess like at the end of the day, I'm just like, don't half ass anything that you're doing. Like be aware of your goals. Be aware of everything you're trying to accomplish. If you don't think that you can accomplish them, don't try for them right now. Try for like the things that you can accomplish. I used to be more like kind of like blindly optimistic, but like now I'm like, don't shoot for the moon and hope you'll land among the stars. Just shoot for the stars.
0: That's wow! I I think I think you found that's that's yeah, a really great way of putting it. Uh huh. Well, thanks so much for yep. coming on. Um, we're just gonna do the credits okay. quick, okay. And, uh, it's been great having cool. you. All right. Thanks
2: for having me. It was that a good really good time.
0: All right, thank you for listening to broadcast number 86 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is broadcasted live with Twitch and recorded using Open Broadcaster software. If you enjoyed the show and are interested in more, you can visit our archive at indiefunction.com, SoundCloud,
3: iTunes, or Google Podcast. Thank you again for listening to Indie Radio, and we hope you have a fantastic weekend.